We are Brightside Home Theater. Hey, home theater nerds, welcome back to the Brightside Home Theater Podcast. The home theater podcast, it's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds, the scenes. There we go. You guys are in wrong order today, so it's like (laughs) the sights were over here, the sounds were over here, but hey, nothing like a good pan, right? Right. Mm -hmm. We had comments on that, Uh, maybe we'll get to it in comments. We got plenty, right? We got plenty of yep, comments mm-hmm. this week. We do. <laughs> <laughs> um, people are excited. The green room's all lit up, packed with people. We've had a great conversation with them there before we got going here. Um, and we've been off for a couple of weeks. So, you know, hey, I guess, uh, you know, it, absence makes the heart grow fonder, guys. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. <laughs> I don't know. What so. is that telling us? I did go away again. <laughs> we had, we'll get to it in a second, but we had a, yet another great month with Patreon and our right. the, the money poured in as soon as we went away. As soon as we stopped, yeah, as soon as we stopped recording. <laughs> so I think we're our own worst enemy. Yeah. No. So how did every, how was everybody's holiday, Christmas, all that jazz? Really good. Really good. Yeah, fan- yeah, fantastic. Thanks. Um, was uh, yeah, nice and social when it needed to be, um, and on call was quiet when I wanted it to be. So that was good news as well. Good. So uh, yeah, very pleasant, very pleasant. Nice. How about yours, Deej? Um, good, good, very quiet. I tried to well, I tried to keep it quiet, anyways. Uh, and um, like less time in the theater, more time with the wife. Um, to the point that you know I work and I need good weather and I took the week after Christmas off and there was a 60 degree sunny day. It was beautiful. Yeah. And I was like, I'm looking at, I'm looking at Jen and I'm like, I don't know. And I was, she goes, just go, you know, you want to go. <laughs> I said, I know, but the money I made today come July, is that going to mean anything to me? I go, I just, and I looked at her, I go, I just need somebody to tell me not to go. She goes, right. don't go stay with me. Okay. No, <laughs> that's all I need. So, I think we need um, some romantic music if you're going to start yeah. saying things like that. So yeah, exactly. Just, uh, that's beautiful. So, I know. Mills and Boone. I'm trying to learn how to take time <laughs> off. And it's, yeah. But when you only work when it's night, now it's raining. I'm supposed to go back to work this week, and it's all crappy weather. So Right. You but, can't work. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, I will work when I can. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I did a lot of that. I did, you know, the movies that we're going to talk about. Let's get to that. Um John, what do you got coming up when we get to our experiences later? You got a nice list um, here. Got a pretty good list. Uh, the Northman, uh, 4K disc. Mm-hmm. Season 3 of Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime. Glass Onion. Uh, Pinocchio. And then the Hobbit Lord of the Rings trilogies. And Game of Thrones. Both so, the full trilogies? Both the full trilogies. Good. We did one a day good for, for six you. straight days. Yep. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right, Steve. Okay. Um, right. So I've got um, Wind River um, on Blu-ray, um, Emancipation on Apple TV Plus. Uh, I've got GI Joe Origins Snake Eyes, which I know you were saying last time you were keen to hear my I views on. I can't wait to hear that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've got Amistad, 
um, a little film called Avatar, The Way of Water. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. Yeah. Um, Violent Night, which is a, a screener. Glass Onion on Netflix. Uh, Tropic Thunder on 4K disc. Smile on 4K disc. Oh, John, we need to discuss that. Do and we? then, oh, <laughs> yes. And then uh, last but very much least, uh, Highlander <laughs> in 4K disc as well. Very nice. <laughs> much least. Very much. Oh, yes. So oh, tell us God. how you felt about that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All oh, right. Dear. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back next week with more. <laughs> oh, um, what was uh, what was the one I was going to mention here that I was going to say? Uh, what's a screener? Um, it's a it's a it. it I've, I've got to be a little bit careful. It's nothing illegal, but it's something that that is, shouldn't be necessarily distributed. It's a disc for for awards uh, consideration. Oh, so. They're okay. given to so that it's called screener discs. So um, oh. and I was very fortunate enough to be able to get my hands on one, so I was able to watch it. Oh, okay. That's all that is. Yeah. Oh, so they give them out to 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 you know. Um, yeah. it's industry people, members yeah. and and yeah. yeah, and BAFTA members over here, the British Academy of Film and Televisual Arts. So they give them out to those, and and you know if you're well connected, and luckily on this particular occasion I was, um, you, you know you can watch them. Okay, um, you know not to go down the rabbit hole, but Violent Nights up for awards. <laughs> well yeah but it doesn't mean it'll get them they put them up for consideration but it doesn't mean it'll get them <laughs> yeah and Although, for frankly, a picture of the year nope i oh no i loved it I, well <laughs> let's not go down that rabbit hole because it's on my list too so <laughs> yeah um i will you guys heard i watched die hard again yeah. i watched that one with my son uh i also saw avatar the way of water i saw it twice um and we'll talk about that when we get there uh, but then this is my wife and I are trying to revisit, uh, the old, um, you know, that I've said for a while, I haven't seen a lot of animation. And mm. so we did, uh, the polar express, uh, we did, uh, how to train your dragon. I'll talk about that. Uh, we wanted to do more, but we just didn't get to it, but we definitely, and I can't wait to hear about Pinocchio from John, because that was one of the ones that we were gonna, that we were talking about. Um, and, uh, we also, I, I did violent night. I was going to watch that with my wife and glad I didn't. So, uh, then also <laughs> I did, uh, first two episodes of Jack Ryan. So I can talk about that with John as well. And, um, yeah, that, that was about it in my room. I, you know, but, uh, looking forward to more animation really am it, mm. that went well. So, all right. Just one, just before we move on, um, your screen is frozen for me. I don't know if it has for for you, John. Is it frozen? Is DJ screen frozen for you? Mm, yeah. No. No, no it's frozen for it. me. Oh, it's okay. It must just be my feet. That's okay. Yeah, mine's okay. That was it. You guys can yep. see and hear me. Okay. Yep. Oh, yep. You're cool. good. No worries. Yep. It happens to me all the time on mine. <laughs> Half the time I'm blacked <laughs> out. I can't even see anything. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> Everything's good on all side on our side. Yeah. The recording's going good. Stream's going good. Everybody's looking good. Okay. Um. All right, let's, before we get to uh, Tweak of the Week, let's get to the uh, donations situation here. So uh, last month, Patreon stayed pretty stable for the month, but towards the end of the month, obviously being the holidays, thank you to everybody. But here we go. Uh, Danny Speakers bought us a box, a $10 box of popcorn. John Zabrinsky, Johnny Speakers, bought us a $25 box of popcorn. Mike Schramm bought us a $25 box of popcorn. With everybody else that month that bought us up until then, those are the newest ones, that puts us at 
uh, $240 for the month, our biggest month yet. Uh, it was actually bigger. It has gotten bigger since I was on with SVS and I told them we were at 207. So now we'll be giving, uh, I'm sorry, donating 107. Uh, we donated $120, our largest amount yet to, uh, Washington performing arts. Huh. So, um, thank yeah. you to everybody. Uh, I really appreciate it. I understand it's the holidays and everybody like that. And it, but it, what a great cause Washington performing arts and everybody reaching out to me, um, and to us over the holidays. It, it was amazing. Um, just the, the thanks for doing the podcast and the happy holidays and everything. It was, uh, it, it gets pretty emotional at times when that many people reach out to you and you're like, right. and I'm at, I'm at a holiday party and I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I got to So, um, yeah. And, um, now, how, has ahead. it been sorted out yet though, DJ, when the, um, if anybody from the Washington performing arts hits it big, uh, do we have our premier tickets lined up? Are they yes. are we going to be uh, contacted about this? Yes. As long as you have your tux. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I can find one. Yeah, there you go. All right. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> uh, if if you saw if any of those videos made it out from New Year's, my the party I was at, you'll know I'm never going to be in the Washington Performing Arts. <laughs> Just to let you know, <laughs> you've been karaokeing. No, I did not I, see any no, of those. There was no. no it was more of you know uh, air guitar, uh, screaming <laughs> at the top of your lungs. Um, I don't, I, I, I saw the, the tweets and the text though. So oh. if, if that was any indication, when you wake up the next morning <laughs> and you have to look at your phone history to make sure you're still allowed on social media, you know, it was a good night. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to have to go looking for those videos. Now. I know. <laughs> oh, no, my wife has them all. I had oh, to well, ask I, her. New Year's. I, I had to ask her. I, I know how to get in touch with your wife. I know. I know. And she she has the videos. And I asked her the next day. I'm like, "What did I do?" She goes, "You had so much fun." She was so happy for me. Yeah. She goes, "You never have fun like that. You're always the responsible one." Not last night. <laughs> I was like, "Okay." I, I had a big guitar hero New Year's Eve about five years ago myself. And oh yeah. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> still living that one down. Yeah, it's so. not easy. It's you know. Is there a, is there an air guitar anonymous group that um, <laughs> yeah. any of you can attend? Oh, speaking of that, <laughs> no. But I did see the text to you guys. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's like judging by that. <laughs> yes, I just yeah, remember that, that. that. You sort of lost the ability to type, right? Yeah, well, oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I was, yeah. Hmm. I couldn't walk either, <laughs> but we didn't, we didn't go anywhere. I was at my neighbor's house, which is across the street. So everything, we were all safe. And that's why I was able to be irresponsible. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I saw the text to you guys later and it's like, I said, I mean, one of them was John explained to Steve that I like to drink. <laughs> Next text, <laughs> Steve, DJ likes to drink. To drink, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it was, the, was the happy, happy coo newts. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what. Well, it I don't have know to pull what, it up yeah. now, but <laughs> I was even looking at my keyboard trying to figure out what like I might have been or something. To say. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I was trying to say guys, happy yeah. new year, guys. But like, it, it was like K U T whatever. Yeah, I don't so know whatever. What was, and I'm like, <laughs> the G and the C aren't even close. So I don't know what I was right. doing, but <laughs> yeah. So I think you I, gave it to the dog to send the text at one point. Like the dog's just you know, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, just to let you know, my wife was very proud of me, which is kind of sad. Oh. She's like, you never do that. It was so fun to watch. <laughs> oh, thanks. Glad yeah, I tell it to the judge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. But my wife was proud of me, Your Honor. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, the best plea in mitigation I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you can go. Right. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, okay. John, would you like to read the uh, Patreon supporter of the week? Uh, sure. Peter Smith, uh, supporter for four months. Yeah. Thank you, so, Peter. Thanks, Peter. And uh, Steve, how about you read this big one? Because if you... Uh, yep. Go ahead. About Dan Carpenter? Yes, please. Yeah, okay. So Dan Carpenter doubled his Patreon support for January. Um, so we are starting the year off on a very high note. So yes. yeah, thanks, Dan. That's Danny Speakers, isn't it? That's Danny Speakers, who also yeah. bought us a $10 box of popcorn earlier in the month, or last month, I should say. Oh, man. But yeah, I just got that Dan, Dan Carpenter. He just doubled it earlier and he's like i'm like thank you everybody thank you for the support thank you to people that are continuing to support um and it doesn't have to be money it doesn't have to be monetary but it's it means it means a lot because we're growing like you heard the svs guys talk about um it you know it, we're starting small but you know when john and i first th said this we had what was it 53 bucks john we were getting a month yeah like now, thirty dollars, I think it really, it really yeah. in the very beginning. Yeah, so. and now we're up over two hundred and forty a month um, for that month, and that comes from the boxes of popcorn that comes from Patreon and stuff like that. And the more we do, I just think it, it's great. It's it's a fifty 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 percent goes to the charity, and um, but yeah, and the other support is just shouting us out. You know, shout us out mm -hmm. to everybody and. Um, it, it's, that's how people, that's how this podcast will grow. And that's how I think you can grow home theater too. Not just our podcast, but any home theater podcast, but, um, we're the ones trying to talk about the fun stuff, the sights, the sounds, the scenes, there's plenty out there like AV or NHD guys that'll help you get your, your rooms going. Uh, once it's going, you know, shout out that we're the ones to listen to. And we really appreciate that. So, um, all right. Uh, do you guys have any tweaks? Nobody wrote anything down except for me. So, tweaks of the week. I, I don't have any tweaks. I'm having a bit of a dilemma with my last tweak, though. Uh-oh. <laughs> which was oh, the no. mini DSP. So, what happened? Well, so here's the thing. For those that don't know, I have large cil cylinder down-firing mm -hmm. subs, right? And they're on a hardwood floor. And apparently now they like to hop around the room when I'm watching certain content. So they're like moving so far away from the wall that they're unplugging themselves. And <laughs> wow. not you gotta get the isolation anymore. feet. They have isolation feet <laughs> built in. Oh, they, they, the SBS sells isolation feet. I, I know, I, but they have, I, I know I bought some from my PB 12 but okay. they, these come with them already. So now I'm looking at buying some like um, free weight plates <laughs> that are round that I'm going to lay on the top of them. <laughs> Big 25 pound jobs or something so they don't move. But yeah, I mean, it's not a, uh, you know, there's it, nothing wrong with the DSP, but now they seem to be getting so much more active that they're just bouncing around the living room. <laughs> so, That's it. Wow. 
Yeah. Special but no, they have they have isolation feet on them already. So Can I you, think it's just I, the fact that it's a you know it's a hardwood floor, so there's no like absorption from any kind of carpet or anything. And mm-hmm. they're just um like I said, they're they're always like when I stop watching a movie, they're five feet away from where they started. Oh no. <laughs> so <laughs> Wow, would yeah. some would some rubber yeah. mats under there not help, well, I th- John? I, I thought about maybe putting trying to put some mats or carpets under it, but then I'm mm. thinking it might mess up the calibration, mm. and I don't want to pay to do that all over again. You know, yeah. so because I've got a I've got a hardwood floor in my gym at home, yeah. and uh, and then you know the rowing machine used to move, you know, using right. that and put down these rubber mat the rub you know the I, gym floor. I did think about putting some like gym mat squares underneath them, mm. but I wasn't sure if it would change the way they not um, base. I don't think it would with base. I don't you know if it would around, or not, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think mm. it would with base because the amount of absorption you need to to absorb a base frequency because it's so big is mm. and what I mean by big is long, right? And it's like mm-hmm. you put a if you put like even a mat like a um like a gym mat. They well, they sell, sell those, those squares. They sell right. the squares. I was thinking about Some, buying two squares most and putting sound, them underneath. Right. Most sound bounces off of those. So not right. a lot of bass is going to go into that. I don't think it would ruin. I wasn't sure if it, honestly, I wasn't sure if it would change yeah. it to the point where I had to pay to have it redone, recalibrated. <laughs> I honestly, I'd be know, more, I don't, I don't think do that. that would even help that much though. If they're just, I'm not sure on, if it would either. Yeah. yeah. It's a cheap mm. way to find out, but I don't know if it would yeah. really help. Because I, I was really thinking that, uh, you know, I'm going to put some, some kind of weight on the top of them to keep mm. them from moving around. I'd be concerned so, with that weight now match. making a noise and vibrating off yeah. the top and mm. falling onto your floor. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing a, with the gym mats yeah. is, is that you can cut those to measure. So you could just, you could literally just cut them. So, so aesthetically you, you'd barely you know they were see there. Them. Right. Um, but, but as I said, because it, because the, the, the points will sink into them, it shouldn't then move about as much as that's the whole point of them. It's to stop right. equipment moving. But yeah, as Deej said, it's a cheap way of finding out. Is there yeah, if you I got one sure. for you, yeah, John, that you're probably going to laugh at. What's that? Super clear. <laughs> Close. I have a, I have a two-way tape here that I use that's like almost impossible to get up off. I just wonder, yeah, but I'm worried about my floor. Nope. It will come up. It's just hard. It doesn't damage what it's on. I've used them on my hardwood floor to hold a carpet down. And it yeah. stays. They don't move. Like to get the carpet back up, you really have to. I'll, I'll send you the link for it. And yeah, it's just, a, it's actually you use something a tiny I, little one inch piece on yeah. each foot. You put that down there, it will not. I'm I'm telling you, it will not move. I'd be shocked if it moved off. I of definitely that. need to address it because I don't want them. You know, like they really shouldn't be moving or because yeah. like I said, they they got to the point where they kind of unplugged themselves, and I watched half of a movie without realizing that. They weren't even plugged in, but I was like, "Man, I'm not hearing anything out of these <laughs> these." That's like my Die Hard episode a couple yeah. of years ago with Joe. And I, yeah, I got up and I looked at them. I was like, "Well, that's why because they're not plugged in anymore. They moved yeah. too far away." So were they sort funny. of were they on the couch next to you? Sort of you like, yeah. into them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, five feet's an exaggeration, but they move <laughs> to the point like because all my cables are tied. So if they move six eight inches away they they unplug because the cord doesn't go that far right so i i either can it's got a tether free up for the cord them. it's got a, like well, a I can free the cord up. tether it to the wall <laughs> yeah little Bungie shorter cord than the back cables. to the wall yeah yeah <laughs> so it's just funny like it's just that not is. something i i considered 
happening at all. No. It, but it wasn't doing it before. So no. it's definitely a result of the the calibration, you know, yeah. with the DSP. Um, it must just be pushing so much more through air. it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, if they're down it, firing, it's probably, right. that's the thing is the air, it's actually lifting it off the ground. Like, right. boom, 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 I, Cause I kind of feel like if they were on carpet, it wouldn't happen as much either, but I don't know. More that friction. might not even be true. Yeah. There's yeah. more, it's harder for it to move. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm yeah. saying if you just gave it a little bit of tactile with that, with that two way tape, that yeah. it's well I send mean, it to me i'll, yeah. I'll try it i'll try yeah. anything because you know i need to figure it out yeah but tape down your subway. i just don't want to like i said i just don't want to mess up my my wood flooring like if i yeah, had to it take won't. it up it won't you know? I, I i can almost guarantee i don't know what your flooring's made out of but it, it's we've used it on both like my i have a real wood flooring in my living room and then i have the like pergo wood flooring in my bedroom yeah and it hasn't damaged either i've pulled it up from both of them okay yeah just I'll give it a try. The carpets out. So, um, I have sure to have the front door closed, John, so it doesn't. They don't go out and down the road. <laughs> I know, right? Because yeah. yeah. if they wander into traffic, that's going to be the end of those. Yeah. that's going to be the end of them. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird insurance claim. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, with a subwoofer. I can see you putting up child gates. Yeah. you know, and all this stuff to keep them <laughs> yeah. in. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Um, mine it was an interesting one that uh, I messed around with. So in my theater, if you've seen pictures of my theater, I have three seats in my theater and I, I want that center seat for myself. I want to be sitting in the middle. Well, when I watch a movie with somebody, uh, they don't necessarily have the best viewing and listening position. So they're off to one side. But this came about because of the new theater that I'm building is going to be slightly wider. And can I go to, I always wanted five across three or five so that I would always have that middle seat. Right. And, but my room's not going to be that big and I'm tired of trying to finagle a way to get to five seats because one, that's more money. It's a bigger room. Right. Everything that costs a lot of it, your costs go up exponentially. Right. So right. I'm like, how can I stay at a maximum of four? And so I just said, when Jen and I were in there this past week and a half or so, I'm like, let's slide the three over and put that armrest in the middle. So then I sit like this to get myself centered. It's fantastic. Right. Now right. I'm like, I think four is the way to go. I'm like, I kind of like this. And it's like, yes, if I sit upright in the seat, I'm slightly off from my screen. But if I really want to have that dead center position, I'm, I, I can do this. The other thing I came up with, and it goes along the lines with your subwoofer issue, John, is that I'm like, I'm going to hardwood underneath my seats in the new theater. If I really okay. want that sub, that center position, slide the whole thing, that foot it takes and put me right. into, cause that's all it is. I measured that out too. I'm like, it's only a, to move that arm. It's like a foot to put right. everything off, you know, either the armrest is centered or I am. So I'm like, I could just slide this over like this. And when people come in they just slide it back to the four, whatever. But it was just a fun yeah. little tweak that got me. Mm. I'm like, it's, and, and even in my room now with the off centered like that, everything sounds great. My wife liked the movies better. She's like, cause she wasn't as close to the wall as close to that channel. And right. it was just more engaging for her. So you should do like fun. a little, little love seat mm. with a, that has a armrest that comes down. That yeah. way, when you watch with your wife, you could actually 
kind of cuddle a little bit, get I don't to the want center. That. I can't have well, romance, you know, guys. This is your wife might want that. You I know. know. <laughs> but you know what I'm the saying? Sights, that way the you sounds, can kind of, the scenes. Um, we're gonna have to the, add one the in romance. the cuddling, <laughs> or you could, or you could put the armrest up and slide into the middle of the love seat. Yep. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> I, I was thinking sort of you'd have the you'd have the handle up until you you know if you're having a fight and an argument you're not talking. And then you just put that's it where down. the armrest goes down. It. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then the hammer comes down right there. Bam. That's yeah. it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> Come on. Finish you watching like a clapper board. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. So um but yeah, I thought that was an interesting one, especially and I, I actually I, I think I wrote that in there before um Nick was on and we were talking furniture. Did you guys hear that one? In the SBS oh, no, podcast? I haven't heard it yet. I haven't, oh. no, no, I haven't heard it yet. So at the end of that podcast, we talk about his theater that he had just finished probably within the last month or so. And one of the things he goes, I don't know if I should mention this, but I really want to mention this. And it was about a piece of furniture theater furniture, and it was his uh, like the table that he was using to hold all his gear. And it was a higher end piece of equipment that or table furniture. And it, it was really nice. I could see it on the, on the stream. He leans over a little bit. I think you can see it. Um, but it's a really nice piece of furniture. And it was like, we were laughing cause he was kind of geeking out about it. And I'm like, why not? That's home theater. That's part of the fun. Right. And it's like, right. that's part of the experience. You have somebody in your house and you want to show it off. And that's what I was saying about like, our theater racks, like, you know, Steve, you, we go into your room, into your closet and your theater rack. I asked you like a year and a half ago or so, where did you get that? But we love that stuff. So mm, oh, we, yeah. we need yeah, more yeah. furniture talk around here. That's right. the next part of the experience. We got <laughs> to add the next, to yeah. Yeah. Sights, next segment. Sounds, scenes, cuddles, furniture. Yep. Right. furniture. <laughs> Is anyone keeping a record of this? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'll do a list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Mildred, intro the will be longer than the She's show. over here in the corner. She's got it all. <laughs> all yeah. right. Let the record show. <laughs> there we go. Uh, all right. All right. That's tweak of the week. Uh, Steve, you're all set, right? You didn't try to electrocute yourself or anything like that, right? No. I, I, I Change the batteries a in a remote. Distance. Nothing. Yo, don't be silly. That's crazy. I'd have to get someone in for that. It's crazy talk. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't be crazy. Yeah. I, honestly, I live in perpetual fear. And I'll have to actually tweak something. I try to avoid it. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. All right. Let's get to uh, mailbag. The listener experiences. Uh, let's see. I'll take the first one from Blue Wave. Uh, speaking of audio files, this comes from the Brent Butterworth and audio files versus home theater enthusiast podcast, uh, episode, uh, blue wave says, speaking of audio files, I'm surprised more isolated movie soundtracks and scores aren't included on more 4k discs in Dolby Atmos or DTSX. A lot of DVDs had them in 5.1. Why not 4k discs? Um, I thought this was a good question. I don't know why maybe because uh, this is my best guess maybe because when they did it with dvds there wasn't a lot of talk about it you know Brightside home theater didn't exist back then uh yeah. there wasn't a lot of call for it so they just when they did away with it this is might be the first comment they got about it <laughs> right. right guys mm. but also presumably would they have to remix it for for Dolby Atmos and, and DTSX. And if you think that 4K is a, um, discs are a niche of a niche of a niche format anyway, 
Um, I wonder whether they feel there is the demand or the 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 the, the money is there to remix them that way. Because um, presumably you can't just remove the audio of the, you know the dialogue. You'd have to remix the the track. And I wonder right. if that's an issue as well. But I mean, I don't know. But I wonder if that's a problem. Could be. Could be. Um, mm. The only mm. thing I would consider close to that is the flip of it. And that's um, mm. what happened with uh, Gravity, where they took out the soundtrack mm. altogether. And it was just like, you can actually watch that movie with no soundtrack, no like mm. score. Right. And it's just yeah. the, like the isolation of sound in space, you know, like all you hear is them and nothing else. Mm. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, mm. maybe there's a, uh, it's interesting. Maybe there just wasn't a call for it. So, um, all right. Uh, Steve, you want to take the next one? Uh, yeah, this, so this one is uh, BJ Horton. Looks like a Twitter comment. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is saying, um, at Brightside HT, I uh, wanted to let uh, you and any listeners know that I use all. Now, is this Wise or Wiz wise. products? Wise. Wise products. I was going to say otherwise. It sounds like if you say I've got to take a Wiz, that's no. a totally different thing, isn't <laughs> well, it? Well, no, but that's um, why I have this in here. It's, <laughs> he wasn't the only one, but go ahead. Yeah. So I wanted to let you uh, and, and any listeners know that I use all Wise products several cameras, light strip, and most importantly, almost every light in my home. I have a mesh network, and I've noticed no network issues as a result of all the Wi-Fi bulbs. Um, and as I say, that's BJ Horton. And this, mm. I think, is following on from our conversation about Philips Hue and the, right. uh, and the wise bulbs and the, 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 right. the drain that we feared they may have on the Wi-Fi network because they're all individually connected on the Correct. And that was when I was looking and my, and I actually, and that's what it's funny. He wasn't the only one to say this. I had a few people write in and say they they use the wise system and they kept spelling it out. And I'm like, I know, <laughs> you know, I wanted to say like, I know I use <laughs> whiz and there's it's Hugh whiz bulbs, W I Z. And there's an app for it. I can show you the app and it says, Whoops, that's not it. Uh, it's at WIZ, and if you see it right there on the camera, WIZ, mm-hmm. that's the app. It's probably out of focus a little bit. But, um, but yeah, Wiz, in, and that was, they said, one of the drawbacks. I don't know if that's unique to the Wiz bulbs or anybody that, but anytime you put a bunch of stuff onto your, you know, your uh, network, the more draw the harder it is for that network. And that's, you know, that's why hue, I think the, the standard hue bulbs are, it's, it's all encompassing and that's, they do all the work. So your network doesn't have to maybe wise is a little bit more efficient than whiz. I don't know, but, um, but yeah, and it's, and it also depends on your, your network too. Like if you only have so much in your house, it doesn't really say you have a, you know, like my, I don't have that big of a house either. So it probably wouldn't be that bad of a draw, but if you have a huge house with like 20 rooms, you probably want to go hue direction, you know, a a standard hue. Mm. But if you're just like me and I have like eight rooms or seven rooms, who cares? So, but yeah, lots of comments on that. So, uh, all right, John, the next one, another blue wave. Okay. Yeah. Blue wave. This is a YouTube comment, um, referring to the top 10 must own, discs episode uh says fantastic show guys i wanted to ask you guys something it seems like more and more streaming services are trying to introduce ads i.e disney plus all i assume this does is push me more towards physical media 
Do you think if this trend continues across all streaming platforms that this will have a negative effect on the subscriber base? Do you think this would drive more people like myself to double down on physical media? Um, I don't think so personally because the ad-supported tiers from most of these streaming services are at a lesser cost than what most people are already paying. It's an option to pay less and watch ads. So if you're already paying $15, you won't do anything differently. But you now have the option to pay $6.99 and get ads. So I think if anything, it would increase the subscriber numbers. That's what they're hoping for anyway. Right. Um, now, if that became the only option, um, then yes, it would push me away from certain streaming services. Um, but I, I, from what I understand, most of these are lesser tiers from what you know most people are already subscribed to. So right. Um, the only yeah. other caveat to that is I would say like maybe I've noticed that some things that I'm paying for ad free, like say HBO Max, there's no ads. Right. But then I go to start a show and I get like three ads before the show starts. It's for their well, it's right. trailers, right? It's trailers, but you can usually skip. Skip. Right. right. And that's what I was right. going to so say. You can't that. do with ads. Yeah. And and the other thing that I think that would hurt, not what's what the streamers are all doing. Um, and that's going to it's going to make it hard for us to just go to physical is the streamers are only putting it out on streams. Right. There's a lot of their content is, you know, you can't, uh, get, most, you can't get anywhere else. Right. It's right. like, mm-hmm. I mean, Disney's one of the few that you can get uh, most of their stuff elsewhere, but they're starting to build their exclusive Disney plus. But right. But not, most of the things that have been debuted on Disney plus, you can't get on physical media. Now, right. They're building now. their library. It's right. the, their, their theatrical movies. You, you, you can still buy most of them, but you still right. can't run out and buy Hawkeye or, no. Uh, WandaVision or any of those shows. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon Prime has given us a few with Reacher and um, Jack Ryan. Not Reacher, but Jack Ryan. Jack and, Ryan now, yeah. Uh, a couple of things. But mm-hmm. um, Netflix doesn't give you anything. I don't think no. you can buy anything from Netflix. Uh, every now and then there is a couple. They used you to know. come out. I'm not so much anymore. Maybe not in right. 4K. We haven't seen anything because I right. definitely would have bought like. I think there was the a Blu-ray version of like the first two seasons of Stranger Things. Yeah. But, but not you a 4K. didn't get the later seasons that and you I couldn't get them 4K. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's the problem is their exclusivity. And yeah. if you want to watch that stuff you're kind of bound by their ads or whatever they decide they're going to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, and then honestly, how spoiled are we now? Like I'm 52. I've been watching commercials for 48 years of my 52 years of life, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, and I've done just fine. But <laughs> now all of a sudden we can't, we can't stand commercials anymore. <laughs> well, that's the thing is you get teased and it's, it, right. it's not because you can, Think of how much more content you can watch. You take an hour long show. Exactly. And you reduce it to 40 minutes. I can, you know, I can now do two shows in almost the time, right? It's like an hour, you know, know, an hour and 20 minutes and I've done two shows with no commercials and, you know, quick. And I am the guy that pays for the premium version of every service because I don't want to watch them. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. um, Like to the point where I watch, when I have to watch something on CW, I get 
actually aggravated <laughs> because yeah. I'm watching commercials. I'm, yep. I won't watch <laughs> you know. CW anymore. I, I no, I'll, I'll wait till it hits HBO Max when Superman and Lois or whatever hits HBO Max. I'll watch it there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it there on CW. So, Steve, you're like wiggling over <laughs> there, like trying for the not record, to interrupt. I, I, for the record, I hate ads. It's one of the things, of course, we talked about that I hate at the cinema. Um, and one of the things that drives me absolutely bananas there. So we certainly don't want it coming home. Um, there used to be discs over here a while back. They used to do Blu-rays and DVDs, and they used to have adverts at the beginning of those for chocolate and confectionery and various things. Oh, wow. And that, that very quickly died a death um, because those were discs that you'd paid for and bought right. and then had to be subjected to these damn adverts. Um, but can you remember? can you guys remember when I think it was Sony – and I think Universal did it as well. In the early days of Blu-ray, they used to, because the discs were connected, they were online, weren't they? Mm -hmm. And they used to change up the trailers yeah. that you used to watch, didn't they? They used to, yeah. they, so you, you'd get different ones. See, I think that's quite good. I'd have no, no you know, particular problem with that. But the, um, but yeah, we're, we're, the big issues for me, you know, adverts are, you know, if they start bringing those to all tiers on the streaming services, then, then things are going to go south pretty quickly. Right. I mean, I, I get why they're doing it. They're all massively undersubscribed now and overspent, right. aren't they? On you know, Netflix are billions and billions of dollars in debt. So I get that they need to, to monetize their service some other way. Of course, we would say, well, then release some of your stuff on physical disc and we'll buy that. Right. Um, <laughs> but, right. but so, I, so I get why they're doing it, but I, but I agree with you guys. I think it's designed to bring in more subscribers at the lower tier than it right. is to get uh, you know, people like us to yeah. then reduce our subscription. Right. You know, I, I don't think that's their plan at all. And I think if they, they started to, 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 to think that that was going to happen, they would get rid of ads altogether because it's right. the higher tiers that are paying for most of this stuff. Um, right. But so, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that's what it's all about. But yes, death to all adverts. <laughs> here, here. Well, you don't have to kill them. Just, I, I just no, want the option be fine. to not have mind. them. Right. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I just want yeah. that option. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it, it's not, it, it is irritating, isn't it? Every yeah. time. Yep. Yeah, because you get into a movie or a show or something, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, come on. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 they're not suggesting that, though, are they? They're not suggesting that, that in the middle of your Netflix show you're going to get No, I think even their ad tiers beginning are, end, isn't it? Yeah. are beginning and end, right. Yeah, Which right. end makes no sense to me, because I can just stop watching when mm. the credits roll. The beginning right. ones, you kind of have no choice. But, right. Yeah, if you um, want to get to the show. <laughs> right, if you want to get to the show. But the end, although I guess if you're streaming a show that has multiple episodes, you do still kind of have to watch the end because you can't get to the can't, next you episode. You can't get to the next one, right. Right. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, so they'll slip some so. in there. But um, yeah, so, so yeah. You, you, my view, death to all adverts. You, you want to know how much I hate advertisement? That I know, like when you're what, and John, I know this one probably goes right through you too, and you too, Steve, but you know that like when you get to a show that's supposed to have ads and there's that break in the show, they'll have that and it'll break right. away and you'll just have a blank screen. Then they come right back. And I'm even like, even that now, that's how spoiled we are. I'm like, seriously, did the, did the black screen have to be that long? Well, that's off. We're, we're really going on a tangent now. But remember, I talked about this on, on chat. Lucifer, yes. when it went to Netflix, uh, like it was only made on Netflix. They still built in breaks for commercials, yeah. even though it was never going to have commercials. When it was on Fox, I get it, right? Right. 
But like when you get to season f- four and five of of Lucifer, why are we still getting commercial breaks? <laughs> well, because <laughs> you know? I, that's the thing is I think they plan they do these on purpose so that they can have an ad based system and they can throw ads right. in or throw it up on something that sells to somebody. Look at the commercials are already built in. Whatever, right. I don't know. But even that bothers me. So, I think so. even Tulsa King does that. I think yeah, there's oh, yeah, ad breaks in do. Tulsa King. Tulsa and, King. I thought I mentioned that to you. They're so bad too. I'm yeah. like, they're like, like right in the middle. It's just like cuts off and goes out, and you're like, what the? It's <laughs> right. it's a horrible segue to an ad. It's just like, oh. yeah. But again, that's a show that was never designed to have commercials, right? But it but still has so, breaks built in. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're building them in to sell them on, aren't they? To syndicate them to probably to shows so, yeah. all around the world, where perhaps yeah. on those ones there are ad breaks. Oh, so, maybe. Um, yeah. Now yeah, tell me this, guys. So. Just whilst we're talking adverts, because I've never <laughs> never had the chance to speak <laughs> to Americans this. about this. Help me out, guys. Right. So tell okay. me, this is something that's very weird, and I can never get used to it when I'm in the states. Okay, so. You guys, when a, when a show starts on normal TV, I don't know if it, you know, on normal cable, whatever, you right. know, um, network TV. John so in America then. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, on your, so on your version, you get, you get the opening credits of a show. Right. And then it goes to adverts. Yes. Then it comes back to the show. I do get, not understand yeah. that for the life of me. I've never figured that out. Well, you usually get an intro to the credits. So the show starts. Yeah. Yeah. Then it goes to credits, then you go to break, then yeah. you come back. But, but that yeah. can be sort of five minutes, right. and you've got kind of two ad breaks. It's so yeah. disconcerting well, for, for us abroad. I mean, watch an NFL game in the States. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> every time it stops play, doesn't it? There's oh, my break. God. Every time the wind blows, they go to commercial break. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's know. just so, that, It was so hard. When I first, you know, whenever I'm in the States, so it's so hard following a show because right. just as you're kind of you, – it starts, and then just as it's beginning, it goes to an advert. <laughs> right. You're already – right. Like, what, what's going on? And, uh, yeah, anyway, my minor moan. There you go. You've had to take that on behalf of the entire advertising industry. In no problem. Here we go. <laughs> so um, let's just flash back to the green room conversation we had and like, let's only have topic. Let's only have comments. I know. That's why I said we're really going on a yeah. tangent here. And it's like <laughs> blue wave. You, you nailed it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we need a couple of those. We don't need too many things to start conversations. No, we don't. But... <laughs> no, no. That's why John and I was, I don't know what amusement park we were sitting in when we came up with the idea of doing this. But right. that was the thing. It was like, hey, look at that kid over there in the blue shirt. What do you think about blue shirts? Blah, 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 blah. We talked for another hour and a half. I think reds on Tuesdays is good, but blues on Thursdays and Fridays is really nice. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Uh, next one. This is, uh, it says upgrade is the subject. Uh, Van Gool here. I have been upgrading my system over the past few years. First was a new receiver last year, then speakers and a subwoofer. <laughs> So, so the, <laughs> sorry. So the receiver was just just sitting there <laughs> throwing throwing sound out into the <laughs> into the ether, <laughs> listening really close to the box. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I had to make that joke. Yeah. <laughs> you like my new receiver? Yeah. I'm gonna get speaker wire next. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A friend a friend from work said I would love to have some. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This is actually a good one. I'm sorry. I was just yeah. joking. Like, Remember, works at speakers would go great with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, I'm sorry. Uh, it's a shame we can't have fun. 
Uh, I know, a friend right? from work <laughs> said I would love. Uh, I a friend from work said I would love to have something better than my TV speakers. So I told him I could sell him my old set. The receiver is nothing fancy and just does five point one. He asked me, "What do you have?" I told him I had Polk T fifteen towers, Polk C ten center, Polk PSW ten that I bought off of Facebook Marketplace last year. I went over to his place and hooked up the 3.1 with all the speaker wire and cables he needed. The first movie we watched was Spider-Man No Way Home, and he was blown away with how it sounded and how the bass and subwoofer produced. He is happy with his new setup, Jay. And so um, Jay, spreading the home theater vibe here and uh, getting a friend to get into this stuff uh, with a 3.1 system. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. When do you think he's going to get the the surround channels now? Right. Because <laughs> then, I mean, that is a pretty big upgrade, but going to 3.1, I know, uh, I was just talking about this with somebody recently, and it's like, somebody said that, like, you had to have a minimum of a 5.1 system to have a home theater. And I was like, no way. No. Uh, you 2.0. Yeah. Really? It's, I mean, you can get with a two-channel system... Um, I had somebody on the podcast with a two channel system and he just sits in the sweet spot and he, he loves it. Uh, and, and well, again, like, anything that makes you happy is your theater. Exactly. Right? I mean, if it's a sound bar, like I'm in a bunch of Facebook groups. I know uh, we talk about this occasionally, but like there's been a trend over the last week or so about people going into these groups and posting their equipment, you know, and their, you know, this new sound bar that they just bought and then they're just getting hammered by all these people in the groups, like you would have been better off throwing your money away. You know, you're not getting true this or true that or whatever. It's like, man, if you are happy <laughs> with what you've got, yep. then it's a theater, you know, and maybe that gets you to the next step. Maybe you have that sound bar till you die. Maybe, you know, it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter, you know, but it's like, why do you have to go in there and, and rain on somebody's parade? They're happy. They're they're coming in to show off what they just got because they're happy about it, and it's just like hammer, 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 and it's like I don't understand that mentality of people that have to take away from somebody else's happiness. Right. You know, and don't it's, get it's DJ started, John. I know. Don't get DJ I know. started, John. I, I, I know. I'm, I'm going to be. He's going to be sending me a YouTube video <laughs> before I know it. Yeah, he's re- he's ready to go. Look at him go. Yeah. <laughs> he's itching to stop. <laughs> but in this case, I'm on his side. Like, we think the same oh, yeah. way, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, 100%, I, but... to be fair, I think everybody does. Um, right. What we're laughing about is I put out a video <laughs> in the in the green room <laughs> over the holidays of all times. Um, yeah. Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Was it? No, 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 it wasn't, no. but it was just a couple of days before. before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, sort of bad Santa-ish. So yeah. what, basically what happened in the green room, which is, you know, the forum that I came up with because I didn't like exactly everything that John just described that goes on in other forums. And it happened in our forum. And it was, I mean, it was completely, I don't want to, on the podcast, I don't want to put any, any I don't want to throw out any names or anything like that. But if you're in the green room, you know who we're talking about. And it was completely innocent. I don't think that was the intent. No, not at all. It wasn't the intent. And as a matter of fact, I mean, for those of you that heard and saw my reaction, it was animated. 
it was upset. I was upset because what I was seeing was exactly what goes on in other rooms and how that can flourish if you don't step on it right away. And that's what I did. And to the person's credit that I was talking about, he was the first person to reply to me. And he said, thank you. You know, he's like, he, he apologized, but he's like, he didn't mean it that way, but he was like, thank you for doing that. But he was the first person to step up, which I thought was awesome because uh, did I send the video to you guys before I put it out? You sent it to both of us. Okay. Yeah, I sent it to it you. I wasn't sure if I just told you about <laughs> it or if I sent you the video. Cause no. I sent that video out to you guys. I sent it to Ara. Uh, I sent it to some people and I was like, what do you guys think? And I mean, pretty much everybody was like, okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that is how we feel. And I, I'm like, mm. I, I didn't want to, but that's the point now here the reaction to the video I've talked to people about it since then the reaction that people got back from me is exactly what John was talking about and that's what I don't want in my in the green room in that forum is that it you know it's positive if you don't have anything unsolicited I think what was the title unsolicited criticism criticism right and people people don't you know what I mean like unsolicited criticisms. It's like somebody has something that you, you think you could improve. Well, that's great. If they ask you for it, that's fine. But that's what ends up happening. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And like you said, Steve, it's like, I could just go off on this, but that is not what the green room is about. Um, and I had comment after comment after that is like, people are afraid to share their stuff because mm -hmm. of comments like that. And I, I had a, a pretty good conversation with, with the guy that said that stuff in the green room and I gave him that perspective and he completely understood it. He's like, that's not my intent, but that is what happens. It's like people actually be like, look it, you're coming down on this room. What are you going to be like when you see mine? So right. that people don't want to share it. Yeah, because I am super envious about that room. <laughs> no. <laughs> Already. I know. You know? <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. But here, it, but to be fair of that room, and I, I'd say that right. too. I mean, I've said it to him. None of our rooms are perfect, including well, that no, one. Of course not. You could, there's right. always some, because here's the thing. It's to the taste of the person, right? right. It's like, that's their tastes. I would do something different. You would do something. Steve doesn't like to do certain things. He, Steve wants this. You want that. I mean, and we have obstacles to overcome too, right? It's right. like, I mean, John mm -hmm. can't have a dedicated room. So he has to do with it. You know, I mean, imagine John posts this theater and be like, you know, if you had a dedicated room, it would be like, yeah. If. Well, I have yet to <laughs> post it on any Facebook group. Like I won't right. post my equipment just for that reason. Cause I don't want to mm -hmm. deal with it. You know? <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, exactly. I, I, I mean, obviously, I I did two takeover Tuesdays, and I did obviously home theater tours. And mm. to, and to be fair, um, bearing in mind, I also linked on my Twitter page to to the the raw video from home theater tours as well, just because that's a two minute video instead of me talking for what nearly an hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I sort of put that on. And to be fair, and oh, and and of course, on the the, the featured theaters on the on the website, right. Um, so there's been plenty of opportunity for those to wade in and, and put the boot in. And yet, to be fair, I've not had a single person 
not on Twitter, which is quite surprising, um, right. or via the website or um, you know on, on YouTube comments. I've never had anyone you know come in and go, oh, you know, is that all you've got? Ugh, I right. would, you know, I do it a different way. What I have had is people getting very upset about the uh, cardboard sleeves. Um, yeah. But if you want to hear <laughs> right. more about that, then that's the, go to the home <laughs> theater tours uh, right. uh, video. Um, but uh, but yes, but other than that, but that's you know, I I don't I don't care about that. That's not an issue. But in terms of the equipment and the layout and the setup, I've not had any any negative yeah. comments about that at all. But and, even you know, the comments about the sleeves. That's yours. It's, I mean, but you know it going in, you know, people Mm. are going to love this. And it's like, that's fine. And and Mm. there's something to be said for, Hey, you put something out in public, you got to expect some stuff back. Right. Mm. And Mm -hmm. if I put something out publicly on Twitter or I put it out onto YouTube or something like that, yeah, I can't control everybody. But when Mm. it came to our green room, our forum. Unfortunately, I can control that. And it's like, and I felt like I had to, because that was it. That was literally at the foundation of what this is all about. I mean, this is the bright side. It's like, all you can have is a sound bar. That's fantastic because that's what you can have. And you're excited about it. And that's great because we all started at crappier than sound bar. Right. Yeah. Like, I would have loved the sound bar 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> you, know? you know, and now, and you, and you build yourself up from there. And I've said it many times, you know, from Top Gun Maverick, it's not about the box. It's about the man in the box. And that's really what it's about. And that's what I just want. I want the message to be. That's why it's, it is its bright side. It's we're in the room. We're having a good time. What's good about this stuff? Somebody says, how can I improve it? Knock yourself out you know, give your opinions because, and now here's the thing, you know, we could give three opinions across the board, you know, down the bus bench, we'd all have different opinions. And the person that we were talking to would be like, Ooh, I liked part of this one, but I liked this one here. And I like that. And they would take it and make it their own. And that's fantastic. Right. And that's, and at the end of it, you'd be like, well, he didn't use all of mine. That was dumb. No, that's fantastic. Cause that now that's (laughs) his idea or hers. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Okay. Nice job, John. You really, you, hey, you, I know, no problem. You pulled the pin and ran away. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I love Steve's face. Here we go. Oh, yeah, do it. Just it wasn't my intent, but it, no, but it was perfect. But it was, almost forgot it was it. the yeah. right, right yep. time. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> um, so, all right. Uh, who's up? Who's reading next? Uh, uh I think I'm next. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, oh, it's Brockstar. <laughs> Uh, comments on YouTube. You'd think we'd plan this. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this is a this is a YouTube comment, uh, and we can be fairly quick with this one, I think. So this yeah. is a YouTube comment from um, the uh, the top ten must own discs of 2022 episode, um, yeah. and this is uh, Brock Star. Can't think of any other names that go with him. Steve something or other. Steve. Um, yeah. And it says uh, House of the Dragons did change for every episode. Uh, he's meaning the credit sequence at yep. the beginning, I assume. Right. Yep. Um, although right. I still haven't seen it, so no spoilers, anybody. Oh, oh okay. Um, where it, I've got it sat here, and I still haven't watched it. So, where it didn't introduce new lands, certain house emblems, uh, brackets, crests, or people that died, ended up filled with blood as it ran to the next emblem. Oh, dear. Um, it's very intricate and almost impossible to follow without the YouTube Easter egg episodes. Oh, okay. So, there we go. Yeah. So, uh, so like, the, like the main series, like Game of Thrones, right. the, the, the opening credits changed as the series went it on. It changes almost every... Now I'm paying attention to it because yeah. I'm re-watching it, and it changes mm. almost every episode. 
Oh, okay. you know, yeah, no yeah. spoilers. Very, spoilers. very. Well, no, subtly, I'm talking about Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah, no spoilers. Game of Thrones does. Yeah, <laughs> that's but what I'm saying. Of, it changes sort of almost every episode. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it does. So, yep. Mm-hmm. All right, next one. Another Brock star. Oh, this is a quick uh, one. Told off. Just, this is where I get told off. Yep. Yeah. Also, YouTube comment. Um, <laughs> also from the top ten must own discs episode. Oh my God! To not have Dune in top ten sound mixing, bass, story, filmmaking means someone is on the take. <laughs> That's rubbish. With the best British accent I can muster, from the opening sound, I was hooked. When I saw uh, I this mean, come in, I was funny. like, wait a minute, we had it in our top 10. What is well, he Well, you about? and I did. Yeah, but Steve exactly. Did and I realized he was coming at Steve on this. <laughs> coming <so>. at Steve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. to be fair, I did say why. I've only seen it right. once. Right. I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I've, I've seen the David Lynch one back when I was a kid and, and you know, and, it, and after I'd seen Star Wars and it just didn't mean much to me. I just remember right. the big sandworms. <clears throat> and I've not seen it since. So I'm not a big Dune fan only because I haven't seen it, you know, many times. Um, it's, a, you know, it's a fantastic disc, but because I haven't seen it enough times and I haven't, you know, been able to get into that world, that's why it wasn't in my top 10. Um, but, uh, but yes, although it'd be very nice if the 10 discs and the studios involved in my top 10, if they were prepared to, you know, provide me with some cash, I'll quite happily be on the take. <laughs> yeah. But until then, um, <laughs> n- I'm afraid it's just personal preference. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yep. All right. I'll uh, I'll grab these two next two quickly. Um, Mike Schramm, what a great Christmas surprise. Love seeing the father and son interaction between you and Joe uh, and Love and Thunder, who is also Mike, says you've got a good looking movie buddy there talking about your outtakes, not Joe. And that's the <laughs> outtake of uh, Romy, my dog, jumping up with me watching movies. Uh, and I, I didn't, I think I took out a bunch because we had so many comments um, but I left these in because I did get a lot of that, the, uh, the father and son stuff, uh, yeah. of Joe. This and next I, one is also the same. Oh, is it? Uh, mm-hmm. well, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Brockstar says the same thing. See, and then we have this other one that I'll have Steve read and this one's pretty cool too, but even just more than these people, cause I did take out a bunch, um, of people just saying like, that's great. Thank you so much. And they, they just loved hearing our interaction. And they thought that would, people thought that was pretty funny. So thank you to everybody that wrote in on that. So, uh, and why don't you, uh, Steve, why don't you take the vibe installs? Yeah, got it. So this is the one that begins with season's greetings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So from vibe installs, this is a response to the fourth annual Die Hard, a Christmas tradition episode on YouTube. It says season's greetings, DJ and Joe. I've been a faithful listener over the past six months, and it's been great getting to know you as I drive around town working. As for the Christmas special, I really appreciated your candidness and that this is a special tradition you share with your son. Mine is 13, and I'm just starting to share my favorite movies and starting our own traditions. His name is Elliot. Is it bad, by the way, that I want to say that in E.T.? Like, Elliot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if I'm we were on a whole there. theater podcast, that would be awkward. <laughs> but no, yeah. it yeah. fits. I can't, every time I hear that, that, that name, I have to say it that way in my own head. Anyway, so his name is Elliot, and uh, he's already a brilliant game developer and coder. And if you could give him a shout out on a podcast, that would be awesome. And I'm looking forward to 2023 with you guys and hearing all about your new home theater. Uh, Merry Christmas to all and to all. Go press play. Um, so there we go. So not only has he had a shout out, he's had an impression. So, you know, can't yeah. say any further than that. <laughs> yeah, he's got impression. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And he's a brilliant mm. game developer and coder at 13, yeah. which is, that's, 
that's the year. That's the age. You start doing mm -hmm. that stuff. If you can, some of the, some of the smartest people I know with computers and stuff, they've been doing it since they were like that age or younger. And when we were younger, we were like, see prompt this, that, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Uh, but yeah, if he can, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome, <laughs> Elliot. Uh, that's great. Uh, brilliant mm. game developer. That's, uh, um, Elliot games. So that's what it's going to be called. Elliot games. Yeah. Mm. I think it's a matter of time before we, uh, we tap him up for the bright side home video game. Oh yeah. <laughs> We've just yeah. got to work out a genre. That's more with us. <laughs> horror. It's got to be horror. <laughs> First person shooter. It's a slasher. <laughs> he said something bad about my theater. Blam. Right. I was picturing the three of the three of us <laughs> sitting on the bus bench and it's a video version of whack-a-mole. Yeah. <laughs> a whack, whack. He's on the take. Whack. Yeah, he said something take. bad about the theater. Whack. <laughs> he didn't mention June. Whack. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, it's a multi-million dollar. It is. One. Yep. There you Don't go. give that, it away for free, that. Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making <laughs> that quickly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whack-a-mole. The first person shooter could just be like knocking can tin cans off a fence. Oh, Steve <laughs> took one in the forehead again. <laughs> <laughs> oh another horror movie dj just shot himself oh all right good luck elliot uh let us know yeah. uh your first mm. game that you've developed or if you have any developed that would be cool too because we yeah, all mm. i mean we all play video games here i haven't played in a while but grew up i on haven't them. either I used to play till two three in the morning and go to go to bed, and my wife would be like, "What were you doing?" Oh, I was laying in a field, and my friend, I hit, I hit him on the hill across. The yeah, <laughs> calm down, go to sleep. <laughs> All right, uh, John, you want to read the next one? Okay, one uh, next one is uh, YouTube. It's from <coughs> Okay, one more coffee in reference to the fourth <laughs> annual Die Hard Christmas tradition. I remember the first time seeing you guys or seeing you on the SVS Happy Hour. This has rapidly become one of my favorite channels. You, John, and Steve put together a great show. I really like how you are all on together now. Cheers. Thanks. Well, I don't remember coffee. being on Cheers, but um, <laughs> I think, I'm not I think seeing any record. residuals for that. Right. Yeah. Well, in, that's in what happens when openness. you go to a bar, John. You don't remember. Right. That's true. In, in the interests of openness and fairness, it's DJ that puts the show together. We he just walk up yeah. and just read it out. I honestly <laughs> just show up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and every week Just I'm afraid I, I'm going to get I'm done <laughs> it's like no, no. <laughs> every week I'm like what can I do to make them happy oh. without more money <laughs> yeah <laughs> or any really oh, more would signi <laughs> signify there was some to start with <laughs> but that's john <laughs> i mean you know just call, call him like if, i see him <laughs> if, we're, if, we're, if we're gonna be particular there hasn't yeah. been any yet <laughs> yeah. uh the best i do is i send you a crappy movie on your doorstep because i know you won't right. buy it yourself <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, that's payment enough. Yeah. No, but that was cool. Like, I, I even said that to, um, I think this was one of the comments I was referring to when I was talking to Nick and Gary from SVS, and I was like, me going on there, I've got more people, other comments like this in the past. Right. Be like, oh, I saw you on that. You know, and now I'm watch watching and listening, and I'm like, crazy. Crazy. All right, I'm up next. Um, This is uh, WJRNEO. Ooh, Junior Neo 2? 
Uh, is, uh, and Bingo is, was his name. Of. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> commented on the uh, Hans Zimmer podcast we did. He says, in a single word, because I said the title is, is Hans Zimmer live in Prague a must-own Blu-ray? He says, in a single word, yes. It's simply, simply one of the best produced performances out there of his work. The sound mix in Atmos from the Blu-ray is second to none. Crank that volume way up. I can't wait till the next concert Blu-ray that has Dune score on it. Hopefully Lisa Gerard will return for the vocals. Chills. So, hmm. yeah, it it is. You've seen it since then. I Did we talk about that, Steve, already? Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, that's one of the ones I took out of my list because I figured that, uh, that we, we discussed that it and I had to try week. and yeah. whittle it down. Yes, right. I have now watched it. Um, it, it was, yeah, exceptional. And in fact, I tweeted out that the, the bit that he's referring to there with, um, Lisa Gerard didn't return for this. This is the, um, now we are free part of the Gladiator soundtrack. Right. Um, which, which I thought not only did I have goosebumps, um, but it actually, you know, I had the sound up to where it should be. Um, but, uh, honestly, I, I don't think I'm not too ashamed to say actually was quite tearful. I think it was very yeah. emotional, beautiful piece of music. Okay. And I've always loved the gladiator score anyway, but this was done in such a clever way. I, I thought it was exceptional. Um, the only thing I would say, I don't know if you guys can tell me whether you found this or not, as it gets to the end of the disc, as it gets towards, um, we're going back to interstellar again and, and right. things like that. The, the bass level suddenly went really deep. Yeah, kind of the last couple, they really went deep. My sub started to sort of, you yeah, know, have a have a hop know, around the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, quite. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I had to put the child gates up, um, it, because they they suddenly. But that kind of comes out of nowhere. It's 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 beautifully measured and and powerful bass throughout. But then at the end, suddenly it goes to another level. I'm not quite sure what that was. I wondered if it was my my setup actually, but. Um, but uh, but that was noticeably more powerful. Suddenly it was yeah. it, it was a little bit uncontrolled. I thought just just that little bit. Um, but up until then it was beautiful. I mean, I, as I said, I absolutely love the Gladiator stuff. Um, the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff's really good. It's such a nice um, yeah, such a nice disc. It, yeah, it's great. Um, so yeah, I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah, it's awesome. I love the the Dark Knight stuff uh, mm, when you get yeah, into the, that. The, the, yeah, the electric bass thing. The electric yeah. bass, but mm -hmm. not only that, that the opening to the dark night, uh, when they mm -hmm. have that long, I didn't know what yeah, it was. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. The, yeah, the, the violins, the, sort of the, 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 the dueling yeah. violins, but that you can never mm -hmm. hear. It's just a constant sound, but there's no like changing of the direction of the bow. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just seeing it live like that and, you know, and then hearing it. And like you said, to your point about the bass, what on that stage is doing that? Right. right? Yeah, That's what I want to know. Like when we're in mm. our rooms, we kind of take this stuff for granted and we're like, oh yeah, well, they got machines and stuff. And that's what makes our rooms vibrate. But right. when you hear it in a <laughs> score like that and your room starts going, like, mm. what is going on back there? Like, what do they, what instrument is doing this different stuff? And I mean, I know there's different basses, you have bass drums, you have bass mm, player, right. you have all this different stuff, but some of that stuff that you just like to mix it all and to get all that, like. Like you said, Steve, that emotion, it's mm. awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. As I said, the Gladiator score is exceptional. I, I think personally some of Hans Zimmer's best work. And, yeah. uh, and, I, and as I said, once, once that started, I just, oh, I, I thought it was lovely. And, and as I said, genuinely an emotional experience. And if I go back to watch that, that'll be the bit that I watch again and right. again and again and show that to other people because yeah. you, you genuinely feel like you get like Shawshank, you right though. There. 
You do get yeah. Shawshank because oh, yeah. I've yeah. done that yeah, on yeah. a few times with this. I've had people in and I'm like, oh, just check this out. Next thing you know, you're like, mm. just let you're it watching ride. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. you're like, just <laughs> from wherever you jump to, it's like you you yeah. end up looking yeah, it's oh, easy it's watch. So good, yeah, yeah, so great. good. Um, do we want to act this one out? This is a conversation with a friend of mine. He <laughs> runs my hockey team. His name's Shane. We you guys can see it there. Um, hmm. I'll read the blue. Uh, Steve, you want to read the the black? <laughs> Yeah. Tonight, the part of DJ yeah, will I'll be played by me. Steve. I'm like, so, so what it is. I'm going to read the Shane parts and you can read the me parts. <laughs> you read Shane's parts, which are in the, the, the dark gray. I'll read the is blue. Shane English? I, no. Um, but yeah, so uh, Shane bought a new OLED television. This was months ago. And he wanted to know some some sound. He wanted to improve the sound in his room now. So I said... Uh, my go-to for sound, in my opinion, is Sonos. And Shane's a buddy of mine. He's he's doing okay, so that wasn't the issue. But I was like, I would do Sonos. So for Christmas, he he got a Sonos, and he, he got a uh, the a Sonos One. So he's like, Is this gonna work? I can't get this to connect to my television. And he's, I said, No, that's not gonna work. He showed me the picture, and he said, What should I get? And here's where we'll jump in. I said, If you can. I'd get the Sonos Arc. It's a better speaker that gives you some really nice Atmos for a soundbar. You can pair either of them with a with two Sonos Ones, which you have one of, for a full surround effect. Oh, the other one was the um, the Sonos Beam I had recommended to him. So between the two, and here we're jumping in where I'm saying I'd go with the Arc. It's better. It's a better speaker than the Beam. So you can read the next line. Yeah, and he said, uh, so that's what I'll do. I'll get the arc. I'll keep you posted. Thanks, bud. I said, cool. I'll be happy to come by and help you set it all up. And uh, he replies, okay, cool. That'd be great. It It is really expensive to be your friend. <laughs> and I said, well, you just made my next podcast with that line. <laughs> but that's in, I have a couple of guys on my team now that are get they've, three people have gotten new TVs. On my team, since being in my theater, they've bought new TVs and they're looking to get new equipment, new sound, and they're they're trying to upgrade their systems. And I, to me, that's that's what's fun. It's you know we're all, and this is it goes back to the Thanksgiving podcast where you where um we're trying to uh, who was it that said it? I forget who said it. Um, I want to get more people into this and I want like, tell people to do this. And I'm like, I didn't tell anybody to do this. Just show them if they take to it, they take to it. And that's what happened. And I, and it's, it's great. I love it. And it's in, everybody says that, oh, it's expensive to be your friend. <laughs> I didn't tell you to do it. So, oh, all right, John, you want to read the next one? Yeah. So this is from... <laughs> I'm I'm Lil Chilly Willy in SoCal. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, John. And down and JW. Yeah. Is that two different people or is that all the same person? In Southern Cal. Yeah, I know. Okay. So it says, hey, bro, DJ, gotta always love your content. I listened to, I'm not going to go through all the emojis. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lot of them. Um, I listen to your content from beginning to end, even if I have to on two or three different settings. Um, I'm a new and recent subscriber to this channel after being a subscriber to HT Guys, not realizing that you had your own channel. 
Duh. <laughs> I watched all 12 hours on HT, guys. Enjoying the fact that you and Ari are just happy for each host having their own unique HT, even though other channels would just uh, thrash it because either not a dedicated room or that each speaker channel isn't in the exact Dolby Atmos spec. I also have enjoyed the last two years of the annual Thanksgiving podcast of many different podcasts joining together. And you had Jay Brock with you. Uh, just one request. Please have Jay Brock join you guys on a podcast that we can see him, not just on the Tuesday podcast. Again, I love the trio of DJ and John and Steve. Peace out, bro, from sunny Southern California. Please. <laughs> I think you've got to work on your surfer talk there, John. I do. Hey, yeah. dude. Hey, dude. <laughs> Peace out, bro. Peace out, bro. <laughs> oh, I, I like that. Um, I, I'm wondering if that's a friend of John Brock or John Brock. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know how much John Brock paid for that. <laughs> Maybe that is John Brock. <laughs> yeah, it is John Brock. Yeah. Just like we have, uh, you know, Love and Thunder. Love and, and Thunder, Mike Trump. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He'll um, give the game away. If he calls you bro, next time you see him, you'll know. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> with exactly. The, with the fingers. <laughs> no, but I, it, it, that's another comment to the positivity, right? And it's, you know, that in our, our and I say that all the time on the podcast, on the, on the HT tours is that, you know, we, there are comments in there, but for the most part, the people that watch that are watching the AT, HT tours, pretty positive. Right. Every now and then you'll get a, a couple of people in there and ours like, I, I want to take them down, but we don't want to be that kind of person either. It's YouTube, right. knock yourself out, but you're the minority. If you're going to start tearing people's stuff apart. Um, and, and that's, that it really <laughs> is the case in most of this, in most of this stuff. So, right. I mean, yeah, that's the idea. So thanks, Chili Willie. Appreciate it. Uh, Cheers, next bro. one. What's that? Little Chili Willie. <laughs> Cheers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> chili willy um that was my skull <laughs> <laughs> can, can uh, i just say guys chili willy means something very different over here <laughs> uh, <laughs> well it might mean the same thing here too but <laughs> yeah exactly uh, not for this podcast what it was cold that's, the gr that's green room content <laughs> right exactly yeah. uh greg bartley on youtube commenting on audiophile and home theater chat with nick and gary of svs he says i believe people who don't care about great sound is because they've never experienced it to which i would say no i don't no, believe i don't that. agree either because i've there's a lot like i've experienced the color green not a fan you know, like if I was going to buy a car, I don't want to necessarily buy a green car. Um, there's a lot of things out there that, you know, that, that I just don't like that, you know, take horror, for instance. I've experienced horror <laughs> movies. <laughs> well, but you, you know it, what I mean? It's like just because it, it doesn't mean they haven't experienced it. What it means is when maybe they did experience it and it just didn't impress them enough to right. go further with it. That's all. Like, I wouldn't say I have a great setup, but I have a good setup. You know, 123-inch screen, pretty good audio. It's a pretty good experience. My wife could take her to leave it. Right. She experiences it every day, and it means absolutely nothing to her. Right now, she's watching TV in the bedroom with TV speakers, and she would rather be there than in the living room, you know. Right. So it, it, it's not everybody that experiences it isn't going to fall in love with it. Um, 
Good point. It, That's saw. a great example. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. I, you know, just like I said, I had a bunch of guys from my hockey team. Three of them decided to get involved. The rest right. of them. Oh yeah. That's great. What a it's waste cool. of time. Dude. Right. Yeah. But, well, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's nice. Oh, glad you're into that. And then yeah. like, I, I mean, I, you know, I got a friend that's a hunter. I can't, right. I couldn't ever kill an animal, but right. I got to eat. Right. I understand right. it, mm. but I'm, I couldn't do that. There's no way. I've experienced right. it. Don't want to ever do it. But mm. so, all right. Um, next up there, Steve. From um, this is the Dennis Berger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, from the, this is a response to the um, Brent Butterworth YouTube um, video um, on First Blood. But it turned out Brent had just seen it. Um, yeah. Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. But for the record, if we're going to do a deep dive on First Blood, can I put my name forward for that, please? Yep. <laughs> anyway, right. Anyway, so this is from Dennis Berger. Uh, he says, DJ, you were asking for music recommendations that sound incredible. Check out uh, Hania Rani. And uh, I think that it may be Ezja or Echa. And home are two albums in particular that simply sound incredible and reward intent, mindful listening. Mm, that sounds t- tricky for me. I, don't, a, yeah. I try not to do intent, mindful listening of music. I, I've seen <laughs> DJ's mind. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen it in action, and I don't know that that's something that he can do. But <laughs> well, uh, to be fair, I bought them both albums. Did you? It, yeah, it's uh, Hanya Rani is the artist. And mm-hmm. Isja, okay. Ezja and Home are the two yeah. different albums. So right. I went on and bought them right away because you know what Dennis Berger is? It that's no. Brent's co-host <laughs> from his oh, podcast. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and I was right. like, "Hey, Dennis, how you doing? You listen to my <laughs> podcast? All right, woo!" <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Dennis has been in the industry is you know he's been around as long as Brent. Great guy. Mm-hmm. I love listening to their podcast, and which we talked about when Brent was on. Um, audio file. Uh, I forget the name exactly. Audio, not happy hour, but it's audio file something. Um, but they're great. Um, and they, Dennis is funny. He goes right at people that come at him. Like they get criticism because they have like industry names, right? And it's like, I mean, Brent wrote for all the different magazines or whatever. So when they say something, people love to bash them. And Dennis goes right at them. It's so fun to listen to. It's a great. But uh, yeah, I bought both those uh, albums. They should be in. I'm trying to actually do more mindful, intentful, like listening to records and stuff like that. And um, I'm having a lot of fun with it, with the turntable and everything. So cool. Um, cool. All right. Uh, so D- DJ is trying to be a DJ. Is that what's happening? Well, I was just are they looking. Be a couple of decks. Yeah. yeah. The next two are pictures. Uh, well, did you get no... the, the, it says I put. The, yeah, the stuff above it. Yeah. Yep. Put together uh, the HD today. Above yeah. it. It's just basically oh, okay. this. Uh, you want me to? I'm read just it scrolling through the pic. Yeah, because yeah. I just have it where I'm scrolling through the pictures and I yeah. don't see. Okay, so Garinda says, "Oh, I got it." Yeah, he said, "I, I put together the HT today. It is a 5.2 right now. Put it up temporarily while we had company over. Look at the temp speaker surrounds and the attached picks. The projector sitting on my large acoustic panels one six incher that normally beside my speaker and the other is a nine inch deep panel that is normally the rear wall going the width of the couch watched raiders of the lost ark for the first time ever oof 
Uh, heard heard the Wilhelm scream. That's cool. Time for some horror movie. My cousin and I always end up watching one since we've been kids. Maybe Smile. I left that in there for Steve. But um, this is really, I know I, I wish I could put these in. They're kind of in the longer version, but he sent the pictures of these. He literally has his speakers mounted to like a board leaning up against yeah. the wall. And then uh, the other picture is just like he said, it's just like, he just put the projector on, on a, a makeshift shelf on the back wall just to get his theater, just to get some kind of a home theater experience. And that's fantastic. This is like, this is that stuff that people don't, Oh, people will be like, Oh my God, you did what? Like, it doesn't have to be per perfect people. Just get in there, have fun, you know? And that's exactly what Gurinder's doing here. And I thought that was awesome. So yeah. I just wanted to note that. Mm. Um, all right, John, you want to read the next vibe? Yep. Installs? So the next is from YouTube. Too. Yep. Vibe installs. Uh, it says, happy new year, DJ. Is that the new intro? Is there some audio panning now? LOL. The sights and sounds, the scenes have been upgraded. First of all, you're not a donkey. <laughs> if you are, I hate to think, what is it? I don't know what this is referring to, but anyway. Um, I called myself a donkey in a pot. If you are, I'd hate to think what I would be. Thank you for all the effort you put into the show. For an HT nerd, it's something I look forward to. In the Bible, God spoke even through a donkey. So count yourself blessed. I hope to contribute to your show somehow this year. I wish all the best to you and your family. On a review side of things, have you seen Warrior Warriors of Future on Netflix? It's pretty much a ripoff of around 10 of the best sci-fi movies of the last 20 years and unoriginal, but wow, what a great HT experience. My room was rocking from every direction. I also want to give you props for introducing me to the movie RRR. Both me and my wife just loved it, and it was also an awesome HT experience in my room. That one disappointing show that I was looking forward to was the new Willow on Disney+. Plus. I'm with you. Uh, it just <laughs> keeps getting worse, and with every episode, it's kind of sad. Oh, well. Bad Batch starts this week, and hopefully it redeems. Take care, and looking forward to pressing play with you and the boys in 2023. Julian, Vibe Home Media. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I completely agree with Willow. I've enjoyed it less and less with each passing week that's too so. bad because i was going to get into that and then i started hearing stuff like this and i'm like okay so i'm not going to yeah. get into that i got better things i got other things to do um but yeah uh thanks julian that that was great um all the effort it's there is some effort involved here there but is effort. so much fun. you down you downplay it but you do a lot of work for the show yeah, so. but it's fun. It's, uh, I love doing this and it's, and even to, like what he opened with the audio panning, uh, that's always been there, but now with the new tech and my new knowledge of how to use this tech and stuff, I can actually enhance it more. And it, that has always been there. It's always gone from left to right and back and forth. Um, but now with the new open, what I do is I actually take each person when they, they record for me, I break it up. And then I, I put like, we are, and then I check that that's only going to the right. And it only goes to the left and it goes to the right. And then, um, theater at the end is in stereo by everybody. So it right. just comes through. And I think as that builds, it's, that's going to be, it's going to sound more and more fun with everybody, everybody's voice in there. And the one this week, I finished it just before we started recording. 
It's got Nick in there. Uh, everybody that's been on the show so far. Um, and I'm hoping this week, maybe not, I don't know if I get time, but there's the credit roll at the end is going to have everybody's name that's at the beginning. So as people come on, as Takeover Tuesdays resume and more people come on and we have more guests on, all those names will be in the, uh, in the end credit scene as well. So, um, but so, uh, if we, if we get into the credit stage, does that mean we all get an IMDB credit then? Yeah. We're going to all be, uh, we're going to be there. Directed by DJ Breaks. <laughs> yeah. Directed. Can you say I'm we so are right side home theater? Right. Yes. There you go. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think so. I don't think IMDB knows who we are. But oh, we do. Since you can create your own page and put anything you want on there, I'm saying that's yes. It. By IMDB? <laughs> yeah. You can? I think you I think you can, yeah. Yeah, can. yeah I think you can. Most people manage their own. Well, I guess they have people that do it for them, but they're all managed by the the, the actors or the people oh, that really? are involved. Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. A little bit of oh, IMDB yeah. trivia. It was yeah. started from a from a bedroom. Uh, in Bristol, which is about oh, 15 nice. minutes away from me. Oh, really? Yeah. That's where, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, some guy just started it in awesome. his bedroom. And it's so just maybe you could manage our IMDb page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> go on over Every to week. the bedroom, Episode knock three. on the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're, I think they've outgrown the bedroom they're, now. They're, right. they're not in the bedroom anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were for a long time, though. I mean, it's only, you're only talking in the last really? two or three years that they, they, they went to the away. garage yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they went. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's like Amazon. Yeah, I'm, I'm still in the basement under the stairs okay. here in the closet. <laughs> That's where I am. So, uh, but yeah, thanks, Julian. Thank you to everybody for all the comments. Um, and yeah, RRR. Yeah, we'll be talking about that again real soon um, yeah. in, in the podcast. So, all right. Um, okay. Coming soon. This is where we're going to pick up some time, boys. All right. Nothing. <laughs> <Moving on. laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i have no idea what you said because the sounder was playing john what did you say oh. i said nothing moving on <laughs> <No>. <laughs> all right uh coming out on january 10th because today black adam came out on disc um right. and pray the devil uh man chosen but coming next week january 10th we have Dragons Forever from 1988 in 4K. Do you know that one, Steve? No, I never heard of it. Do you it. know that one, John? It, it no. looks like it's a it looks like a kung fu movie or something. Okay. Mm. Okay. Uh also Groundhog Day in 4K from 1993. That's been out before. That seems appropriate, isn't it? That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> um I'm, it, that's what I thought and same with book. uh Ouija. Steel book. Ouija. Yeah. Ouija. Yeah, four K. Yeah, it's, it's a steel book. It's just a different edition, yeah. but it's the same film, same transfer. I think it seems yeah. to be that way most of this month. Like mm, they yeah. live is coming out the week after that, uh, but mm. there are a few other ones next, the following, the seventeenth, that I think are, are maybe fresh. But yeah, this this is a very slow month for discs. Uh, right. Only three next week, so okay. that's it. That's um, right. We save the pennies. It's all good. Yeah. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of disappointing yeah. though, because sometimes it you just need something fresh. Well, I can catch up on some more catalog stuff that I haven't bought yet. So. Yeah, I haven't seen quite. Star Wars we, we in get, about a um, week and a half. Yeah, yeah, we get Black Adam on the sixteenth. Um, okay. So we, oh. we've got a little bit to wait yet. So we get it in the middle of the month. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that in four K. Oh. 
All right. Here we go. All right. We ready to get to our home theater, real home theater experiences here. We've got a list. Uh, we're probably about a halfway through the show. <laughs> My yeah. list is fairly short and it, yeah. it interacts with you guys. So, um, mm, yeah. let's start out. What do you got, Steve? Oh God, I want to hear what John thought of the Northman. Can I, can oh. I, um, sick, can I cede my time to the yeah. honorable, yeah. Uh, you want to j- kick or gentleman from Texas? Yeah. Yes. Defer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Yeah. So I watched the Northman 4k disc. I mentioned on the last show that I was trying to get it in for the top before the top 10 list, but I didn't have time to watch it. Um, Fortunately, the next Tuesday, we didn't have to record, so I had a lot of time to watch a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so I still have my issues with the movie itself, mm-hmm. but what an unbelievable like home theater experience this disc is. It is absolutely incredible and would have been my one or two disc of the year if I had seen it. Um, so, yeah, fantastic. Um, I would watch it again anytime just for the experience of it. Um, I still don't like some of the super, you know, the dream supernatural elements of the mm-hmm. film itself. Um, although the second time around with a different perspective, I did enjoy it a little more. Um, but I mean, it's just, what can you say about the, the opening and then the Mustafar ending <laughs> were just <laughs> yeah. unbelievable, you yeah. know? Um, but yeah, that open is just like, it gets you from the very first, 30 seconds and never let's go like it just and, yeah you know. i thought the hdr too on the open and that oh yeah it was, it, it's un, like it, said, it just unbelievable amazing yeah absolutely yeah. amazing no i had the i had the biggest dopiest grin on my face when that uh when that opening happened yeah you, know, you could <laughs> yeah, almost was... you could almost sense the bass before the bass comes you can right. feel the speakers yeah starting to come alive before <laughs> right. you get that opening you know voiceover which is just absolutely fantastic isn't it yeah um yeah. it reminded me a bit uh, thinking about it it's a bit like tulsa doom's voiceover in conan isn't it the start of oh a bit of, yeah of conan, that yeah. kind of stuff you know and it's that same kind of sorry it's not tulsa doom is it it's his it's his um other thing but the same sort of thing you know that kind of that voiceover from you know from from the ether yeah, right. oh, yeah. it's such such a good thing oh, yeah. and you know notice john that was my number one film so, it was you know. yeah I, I knew that it was <laughs> and um it would have been up there for me too like i said i think yeah, i put awesome. dune number one i don't even remember now um i thought you had maverick Maybe I had Maverick number one and mm. Dune number two. Yeah. Um, mm. And this would pump them both down. Like, I actually think this really? was a better home theater experience than Maverick. Um, really? Yeah. Maverick is a is an easier watch and a more fun. I mean, it's definitely an easier watch That's and has more mean, yeah. rewatchability. But as far as the actual, like, just the sounds, the sights and the sounds, I think yeah. the Northman was better. You know, I think it's a better now, film. Now, John, look, so. John, just just a word to the wise. We got away with it a bit earlier. We I know. BJ about the, let's <laughs> we not did. go back to, let's not, tweak the, <laughs> let's not tweak the tail of the tiger anymore yeah. by saying that Maverick is not the best home cinema send experience all, of life. Send all your letters to DJ at the Brightside Home Theater. <laughs> this, is what, this is what happens when you put out one video where you drop an F-bomb. Now everybody's yeah. afraid of me. Let's yeah. not yeah. anger him any further. Just like up until then, it was like, Don't ah, anger the HT so God. Fun. Yeah, he's a fun yeah. guy. It's like, yeah. I saw that video. Right. Yeah. We'll, we'll all end up naked crawling around a fire barking like dogs because it'll be the <laughs> right. only way that we can appease the, the, yeah, the, the HD God. <laughs> I think, you know, over my lifetime, I'll watch Maverick way more times than the Northman. Mm, right. But 
but I think a disc of the you know, <laughs> I already you know, have. Well, you oh already have. Yeah, but you've watched it already more times than I ever and will. Will <laughs> and, and, if I live another fifty years, I won't see it that many times. But um, but yeah, as far as yeah. disc of the year, yeah, like I said, it, it's probably it's my there. number one. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, All right. Yeah, um, <laughs> what okay. do you got, Steve? What horror movie do you okay, have? Right. Mind? So <laughs> no, 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 no. Now I this know. one. I want to know if you guys have ever heard of this film. Never heard. You of may it. have done right. Wind River. Okay, now you I feel you're like in good I company. have. Right, but I might right. be thinking now, the of something thing else. Is, well, I had never heard of it either until about a month ago when someone on Twitter said, "This is you know I'm going to rewatch this. Can't wait. I love this film." And it's a film with Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen in it. Jeremy Renner. I mean, let's hope he's he's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although Nothing interestingly. Would. When I heard about the story, you know, the, 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 what had happened to him, um, this is a film where he's riding around on snowmobiles and, and oh, really? snow and all that. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, oh, my God, talk about art imitating life or, or vice right. versa. Um, so this is, a, this is by the writer and director of Hell or High Water, the, mm-hmm. the Chris Pine um, mm-hmm. thing. Film. So, you know, great, great film, that one. Um, so when I, when I heard that, I thought, right, I've got to get this and give it a watch. And it was a blind buy. It cost me three pounds. So, you know, less than five, five bucks yeah. on Blu-ray. So that, that was good news. Um, it's not in 4K anywhere as far as I know, so I had to buy the 1080p Blu-ray. Um, so the film is about a, a murder that takes place on an Indian reservation. And I don't know if you guys knew, I didn't know, that apparently the law of the land on these Indian reservations is different to the law of the land elsewhere. And they have their own sheriffs and they have their own mm-hmm. way of doing things. Um, and this is a semi-true story um, about a little girl or young girl who is raped and murdered, and then um, Elizabeth Olsen comes in, not as the Scarlet Witch, um, but comes in as the uh, as as, a, as an FBI investigator who's immediately an outsider, and she has to be sort of shepherded around by uh, Jeremy Renner, who is the sort of the local guide stroke hunter. There we go, back again. Um, and it's then about the, the uh, it's a little bit of a whodunit, it's a little bit of a mystery, it's a little bit of a kind of fish out of water type thing. Um, and as a film, it is fantastic. And this honestly could have been one, it, 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 you know, it's one of those films that I cannot believe I'd never heard of. I cannot hmm. believe it's not had Oscar buzz. It, 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 I think it's from like 2017 as well. I was going to say, how, new how movie. old is it? Yeah, yeah it's, not, a, it's not, not new, but it's not old, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And, and chaps, if you haven't seen it and you haven't, uh, honestly, as I said with The Grey, right. this is one to, to make the, the, an effort to see. Um, okay. Todd Anderson um, tweeted out, after I tweeted my response to it, it was like, oh, it's a great film. And it, and it really is. And it, and it has a number of sequences in it. So to then move beyond the movie to the home theater experience, it's only DTS HD, but of course we'll upmix it to yeah. Neural X. Right. And it has, a, it has a number of, of action sequences in it which really do test the subs and test the surround speakers. The whole thing set, you know, in, in, a, in a rural environment anyway, but there right. are some action sequences that have got some punch to them. Um, this is highly, highly recommended. Nope. No one has said anything other than see this movie, and I completely mm-hmm. agree. And if you've seen Hell or High Water, and if you liked that, then you will be blown away by this um, pun, sort of intended. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. So I, I would I genuinely chat. This is one to put to the top of your must-see okay. list, and I, cool. and I don't say that lightly. It's well worth it. Yeah. So anyone who's listening or watching this who hasn't seen it, like I hadn't, um, do yourselves a favor and, and give it a watch. You will I be. Will. You'll love it. 
So I will yeah, do. Really, yeah. really good. Cool. Uh, okay, I saw Die Hard again. <laughs> you heard that podcast? <laughs> so, I have yeah. heard of that one. Uh, now, since the podcast? or <laughs> <laughs> No, not since. Oh. <laughs> but I did want to go back. I waited all year to see it, and right. I did want to go back and watch it again right away, but I didn't. But, um, yeah, just amazing. So, ooh. Oh, actually, Dee, just whilst we talk about Die Hard, just very briefly, we I can answer a question that you had on your on your podcast with Joe. With, with Joe. Yeah. Yep. You asked what's Spanish for Die Hard. Oh, that's right. I did. <laughs> I asked Joe. You did. <laughs> now, it, now, in Spain, because I, I have very good memories of this because I first saw this film in Spanish, and I saw it in Spain in, a, in an outdoor theater in the summer of 89, so I hadn't been out there long. Now, it's not called Die Hard in, Span in Spain. It's called Jungla de Cristal. Literally, the glass jungle is what it's called there. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Hmm. So, so in terms of the Spanish for Die Hard, the movie, yeah, Jungla de Cristal. What's the, uh, <laughs> what's the name of the book it's from? I think that's um, off of the book. It's Roderick Thorpe. It is flying solo, going solo, something like that. Yeah, because he, he's, he's an ex-pilot in the book. Oh. And he dreams about flight stuff. Yeah, Roderick Thorpe wrote it. Uh, okay. Is it going solo, flying solo? Oh, something like that. It's going to yeah. drive me crazy now. I'll have to look it up. But cool. um, but yeah, so so that that's but that's funny. what it's uh, that's what it's called in Spain. So when you said that, I thought, oh, I know that one. That's a good one. <laughs> that's uh, actually is a good one. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, that's my pleasure. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Uh, in, in trying to be brief here that's why i said that one uh why don't we go back to john with your next one yeah so i watched uh jack ryan season three this is on amazon prime video um it was available in um 4k dolby atmos mm -hmm. um yeah I, I mean i thoroughly enjoyed the season i know you've only watched two episodes yeah of it um really enjoyed the season and the storyline and i thought it was a pretty top-notch again quality stream i mean yeah. the hdr looks great um the the atmos sounded really good um again maybe not like rings of power good um mm. but um but yeah it was a very good presentation um and i thoroughly enjoyed it so um recommend of course if you've already watched season one and two you're probably going to watch this anyways yeah <laughs> if you haven't start with season one yeah. <laughs> and go through it. But yeah, cause um, it all does really intertwine. good. I it does. That it does kind of connect, episodes. especially and you know, the bad part about a lot of these streaming shows is like, I had to go back and look season two was three years ago, mm. 2019. Yeah. So that's a long time between seasons. And there's like some recurring characters that pop back mm. up in this season. And I didn't know who any of them were because oh. it's been so long since, you know, season yeah. two, they had to kind of go back and, you know, figure out who, the, who these people were. So, um, yeah, that's, well, it, but they do, like I said, they do kind of build yeah. on each other. So you want to go through it in order. Um, so I but. just finished the first two seasons over the fall because they right, came on out on Kaleidoscape. Kaleidoscape. Yeah. Yeah. So they came out on Kaleidoscape and which got us hopeful for um rings of power rings of coming power. out right. and being like oh which we still don't have yet but hopefully we will um having watched them on kaleidoscape and now seeing this i i, I agree with you as a stream it looks good but it's but probably this, a, yeah, yeah it's the and it's and it's one of those if you just don't have the dynamics that you have right. with the physical media right so 
when your black levels and your, your brights and your darks aren't as the contrast isn't as great. And then the same with your sound, it's just doesn't have that depth in the, in the clarity and the highs that you get. It's still really good, but that's when I was going to, and I'm only two episodes in, but that's what I'm noticing here. It's just not there. Uh, the reason interesting enough, the reason I'm only two episodes in is I was, I was kind of holding out because Kaleidoscape's doing something new now. They have a new, I saw that, um, they're doing it with Yellowstone. Right. And you can buy weekly episodes, right? Yeah. It'll, it'll drop the day after it drops. Right. But what I'm finding, I'm one, I'm wondering what they're doing is like now is I, I'm I don't know. Is the entire season out already? On Amazon, they what? dropped all at once. Jack on Ryan? Jack Ryan. It dropped all at once. Okay. Yeah. Which I was weird sure because I kind of like was expecting power. a weekly thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they dropped the whole season. So okay. it is so Kaleidos game might get it pretty Anytime quick. Anytime soon, I would think. Yeah. But right. maybe not, because they want people right. to be watching it on Amazon for a while and then they'll right. drop it when the physical is coming out, you know, shortly before the physical. Right. Uh, but I was kind of holding out for that. And I was just like, well, I can't wait any longer because I really like the series. Right. Um, the reason I waited so long on the first two seasons was because you and I have talked about it chat and now here it's many times Amazon was such a disaster with trying to get they it were. in Atmos. And that first get... season was really rough. Yes. <laughs> it was really yeah. hard to just get And I didn't want to watch it until I had the best possible quality. And then by the time my system was up and there was other things. And then when it dropped on kaleidoscape i was like all right i'll start again and i watched from beginning to end and i think it was like i it was wasn't until like episode six or seven of season one where i finally was like okay i haven't seen this before (laughs) because i'd seen it so many times started it and been like no this uh but uh yeah it's a great series it is a good good home theater experience uh bordering on great um i love the um score if you will they make a lot of nice sounds that bounce around your room that uh, seem unique to this show um i don't know how else to put it but it it is pretty cool very very uh dynamic sound stage uh lots of fun stuff and um action too gunshots galore very good uh really really enjoy well yeah yeah, it's definitely that type of show car chases and yeah exactly (laughs) all, all, all of the above yeah yep so, all right, Steve, what do you got next? Um, okay, so I've got a nice, cheery little film next, um, Emancipation. Um, this is the Apple TV Plus um, uh, movie, uh, the slave movie with Will Smith, which was w- this time last year would have been Apple's because it was shot in the summer of not someone just gone the one before. Um, so this time last year would have been Apple's hope for the Oscars this year. Um, something happened. I'm not sure what happened. Something that just meant Will Smith's just yeah. to, wonder. not as yeah. bankable as he was. I don't, I don't know if you can help me with that. Anyway, um, so the film uh, is is very, very, well, it's another one in our series of movies that you endure, you don't enjoy. Right. You, 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 you watch the film with an ever-growing sense of dread and horror um, at what you are seeing and what is unfolding in front of you. But this film is never less than riveting. I, I thought it was it really, really well done. And a very unusual film. Have either of you seen it, by the way? I don't know no. if you no. 
I took the holidays off from that. Oh, yeah. Well, I get that. I get yeah. that. Yeah, because it's, it's not an easy watch. Yeah. When you've seen it, it'll be interesting to talk about it again because there are some interesting stylistic choices that they, that they make, which are spoiler-free, but I don't, you, know, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about until you've seen it. Right. Um, so it, it's, very, it, it's, a, it's a very riveting film. Um, and it's a challenging film, and it and it and it and as it's supposed to be, um, from a home theatre perspective, it's an unusual one as well because these stylistic choices affect the, the image quality and they affect the sound. Um, but overall, it's really good and, and well worth seeing if you are in that frame of mind, bearing in mind the, the subject matter. Um, right. But yeah, no, it, it's well worth it. Definitely worth picking up. again. Apple TV. You know what you're going to get. You're yeah. going to get something that's that's decent quality. Really yeah, it's it's perhaps. Again, I think this again is going to come back to the discussion once you guys have seen it because I hope you you know you will at some point see it. Um, it, it I think it is slightly hindered in terms of its top quality because of the stylistic choices that are made. There are some interesting things being done with this film, both sonically and and visually. Um, mm. So it's not perhaps it's not up there with the best that Apple TV Plus have got to offer, but it's still very good and it's well worth seeing. And as a, and as a film, it's it it has. Yeah, it, it, it's good. Again, if you if you can get through things like Twelve Years a Slave and stuff like that, then that's kind of what you're talking about. Um, and you know, it's it, uh, yeah, it, it's well worth it. I, I don't want to give anything away, so it's it's well worth seeing. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm not going to say enjoy, but uh, yeah, but yeah, give, exactly. give it a go. Give it another a go. one of those. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, yeah very much so. <laughs> All right, uh, John. Oh, is uh, it me yeah. again? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, why don't John go? You guys got way more than I do. You want me to go? <laughs> sure. Hang on. I can jump in on this one as well. So, Yeah, because this is on your list as well. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah next cool. up is Glass Onion from Netflix, uh, 4K Dolby Atmos. It's obviously a Knives Out mystery. Um, as far as the home theater perspective, this is not necessarily an, an Adobe Atmos movie, but visually it looked I thought it looked great. Um, I thought, um, again, I thought the HDR and everything looked fantastic. Um, the Atmos was there, but it's just not that, you know, it's not an action movie. It's not a lot of gunshots. And I mean, there is a, a scene towards the end where the Atmos shows up. I won't spoil it for those that haven't seen it. But um, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie, though. Um, I don't think it was quite as good as Knives Out. Um, it was funnier. I haven't seen that. You haven't seen Knives Out? No. Knives Out is great. Yeah, Knives Out I've is heard. Great. I thought Knives Out had a better cast. I like the characters better. Um, and um, I thought the mystery was a little better in the first one. Um, but this is very enjoyable. Like, uh, um, in my opinion, I, I thought it was a lot of fun and definitely worth the watch. So, Steve? <laughs> yeah. I, now, I, now, I had almost an identical conversation this morning with a friend of mine about that, okay. who said exactly the same thing, John, who'd seen them both and said he preferred Knives Out to Glass Onion. Yeah. Um, and I feel the opposite way. Okay. Um, I preferred Glass Onion to Knives Out only because I loved, I loved in Glass Onion, which I really did enjoy. And to give you some context, because I, you know, th this had to work for me to enjoy it because okay. um, I, I was on call. I got woken up at two o'clock in the morning. Um, oh, and I had this horrible cold before Christmas and I couldn't shake it. So I couldn't go back to sleep. So I then watched for two and a half hours, this film <laughs> using these headphones and, and right. uh, an Apple TV 
in the spare room because when I'm on call, I sleep in the spare room. Um, right. So it's not to wake the household. And so I watched it for a two and a half hour movie between 2.30 in the morning and you know 6 a.m. or whatever it was. <laughs> right. So it had to work to keep my interest. I watched the whole <laughs> thing through. I loved it. Yeah, and the reason I loved it is I loved the, the the lightness of touch, the froth, the just it's just just very very funny. I thought as well. It was the funny. cast. All, the yeah. cast all seemed to be having a whale of a time, yeah. and and then I thought that Daniel Craig was really hamming it up this time. And he, I mean, he did a bit of that in Knives Out, but in this one, yeah, but much more in this ball. Yeah. yeah, and I and I really responded to that. I I thought it was really good fun. And, yeah. uh, and, and so for me, I thought it was better. But having said that, I've only seen Knives Out once. I've got the 4K disc, and I, I need to see it again. But this one just seemed to, to me to be a director and a cast that are hitting their stride, that have kind of they've done the warm-up, and now right. they're, 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 you know, they're cooking with gas. And that's kind of seemed how it, how it seemed to be. The new phrase, Deej? No, that's my dad's. <laughs> okay, cooking, with cooking with gas. Oh, yeah, oh, my yeah. grandfather yeah, used yeah, to yeah. say that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, all right, I'll get right, guys. You know, I've, I'm aging disgracefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, um, but yeah. So I, I thought it was just, it just, it, they, yeah. They'd hit their stride. They were, they were. It was fantastic. I, I thought it was really funny. And uh, yeah, so, so this was good. And I'm not a big Ryan Johnson fan. I haven't quite forgiven him for the Last Jedi yet. Um, <laughs> that's my own personal bugbear. But right. uh, so no. I, I thought it was really good and well worth watching. But oh, yeah, as sure. I said, a friend of mine, you know, my best friend is, you know, is, is, is of your opinion. He says, you know, like them both, but Knives Out was his favorite. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well worth watching. Cool. Yeah. Right. Um, then Steve, why don't you go again? Since that was John's anyways, you go again with your next yep. one, which is okay. Nice little flip from emancipation here. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a, a smooth transition. Yes. I think we can say here from uh, from yes, yeah, so emancipation to GI Joe Origins, make <laughs> guys on 4K disc. Um, okay, so this is one I bought not long after it was released, um, and it was a blind buy. I hadn't seen it, and it's been sat on my shelf since it came out in 2021, and I have never quite got the 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 desire up to watch it until just before christmas and i thought Do you know what i've bought the damn thing what was the point of buying it if i'm never going to watch it so i thought Do you know what i'm going to sit down and watch it now i've got the other two gi joe movies in 4k yep. i quite like them they're very guilty they're pleasures right for sure they are and they are they are in the transformers mold you know it's interesting they're both from paramount you know it's mm. that kind of Hasbro. it's just nonsense and it knows it's nonsense but you kind mm. of check your brain at the door and away you go um and and actually i was quite surprised at this there's a little bit more to it than i was expecting film wise it's not it's not it well first it's not awful which is good news um oh. it's a, it is it is exactly what you think you're going to get is what you get with a little not bit a lot of, of dialogue kind of <laughs> no, well, yeah, no, he does talk in this. Yeah, he hasn't oh, he does. Yet. Yeah, yeah, no, no, and and in fact, he isn't really Snake Eyes even at the end. I mean, it says Joe right. Origins. It, you know, it, 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 he doesn't quite get in there, there because yeah. you need sequels, don't you? So, right, right, this right, is right. a franchise. So, so yeah, so but it it does have a story to it. it it's quite good, you know. It, it it does what you want it to. It's entertaining enough. It rips along, um, and and it's good. And now, in terms of home cinema. Um, there are some sequences in it, which a lot of reviewers have said are reference grade. Um, and I'm thinking one particular sequence in the middle, which is a, there's a fight sequence in a um, rainy Tokyo back street. 
Um, and it all, and so you've got the neon signs, you've got the blackness of the, the night, you've got the rain, um, and then obviously they're quite bright coloured costumes, and there's a sort of sword fight, you know, gunfight, and that looks and sounds very nice indeed, and it, and really does show off the 4K. Um, so so that's really good, and there's some nice stuff towards the end. There's some quite big action scenes, um, so it's a solid. 4k disc i'm not sure i'd call it reference because to me reference means all the way through not just okay. individual sequences for me personally if you're going to say it's a reference disc you know needs to be all the way through and, I, and i'm for not a sure reference the disc that. but you can have reference yeah. scenes or something you that you're you like can. hey somebody comes in my theater i gotta pull mm. this up that's reference yes yeah. right. but, but this has been referred to as a reference disc through oh. a number of reviewers mm. and i and i'm not quite sure i'm there that, but it's a very, very solid one. And by now, I mean, Kaleidoscape in particular, Deej, but also yeah. I'm sure, John, in, you know, if you're picking up a bargain, it'll be very, very cheap now. Oh, um, I, I own well, it. And well worth, oh, uh, Grace, have you watched I it? I own it. I've watched it. Yeah, I watched it last year uh, when, oh. I, when I bought it. Um, so what yeah, did you think? Sorry, I, I feel, sorry, forgive me. Like, yeah, no, 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 it's fine. I feel pretty much the same. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's a very serviceable story. Like, it's, mm. I didn't go into it with super high expectations either. I just wanted a fun kind of action movie and that's what it is it delivers on that um you know i'm not super into the gi joe mythos but you know i was a kid i played with the toys and read the comics so um uh, but yeah i agree um it was a lot of fun and mm. I, again i don't think it was a reference disc either but it had some some pretty good scenes um i'm, I'm trying it's been a while since i've seen it but i'm remembering like a you know, fighting in a tunnel on cars and some mm. some kind of scene there that was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, if I'm remembering the right movie, yeah, you are. Okay. No, you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, well, Bloodshot yeah. as well, but no, this was. Uh, right. Yeah, they're kind of on different vehicles and <laughs> having some fights in it, um, which that was a pretty good scene too. If I like, mm. you know, from what I recall, um, mm. but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. It's, it's solid. Yeah, it's worth it's worth a watch. I think you'd really enjoy it, Deej. If you like the other ones, I think you really like. Well, you know, you're into that kind of thing. You'd like it. Let me tell you my background. Snake Eyes, <laughs> my favorite character right. in GI Joe. Oh, yeah. Loved him Everyone's growing up. Me. Loved the yeah. like the entire idea of him in the in the mm. cartoon. Right. Right. Uh, had the had the little figure. Had all of that. And I was probably what were we, John? Like. 15 when these things came out we were, we were a little older. bit older that was yeah. 84 85, 85 when those were yeah. coming out we were yeah. older my brother's young, four years younger i was than just me, getting out of the star me. wars phase and that was yeah. coming in yeah. yeah but loved snake eyes so when this thing came out i didn't get an opportunity to see it in the theater i don't even know if this made it to a theater to be honest with you because mm-hmm. that was right yeah, around did. that time yeah mm-hmm. um so i bought the the digital release when that came out i've think i started it but i was going to watch it another one of those ones that i was going to watch with my son so i was like oh then the disc came out i bought the disc and i was like okay now i'm gonna nope didn't get to that one either haven't watched it and it came out on kaleidoscape i own it there <laughs> so you've bought it three times you yeah, haven't <laughs> watched many as bloodshot i mean <laughs> as many as bloodshot. we're definitely getting a sequel now because <laughs> <laughs> so you you tripled the box office so uh, when i saw yourself. this show up on steve's list i was like yay <laughs> maybe i'll have some motivation to go watch yeah, it yeah exactly well, did you see like, it did you watch it no 
<laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I uh, I've seen the beginning of it, the very beginning yeah. of it with him mm. and his brother, and that like right. they're younger, right? Mm. That's about yeah, it. Yeah. Like the first five or ten minutes I've seen, and I but I I wanted to wait. I was just wanted to see how it played. Like what was because you you can get a little bit in the first ten minutes on home theater wise, right? You can right. you can get mm. your contrast and your sound, your dynamics of all that. So I wanted to get a feel for that, but then I was holding off to watch it with my son because we both. You know, it was one of the popcorn movies we wanted to watch together. Obviously never got to it, but I own it. Through. Every time there was an upgrade, I bought it. Because <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm not going to go and watch the digital now. It's on disc, so I need to have the right. disc, right? But then I get the Kaleidoscope. <laughs> I'm not going to watch that when I can do this. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> it's, so, it's funny how those funny. films do come out, don't they? I mean, again, how long it took yeah. me to see it. I mean, I've had it months and months and months. Right. And on my little app, my, on the My Movies app that I put my discs on when I get them so that I can yep. see them visually, um, you know, uh, every now and then a disc will pop up not, and, and it says the date that it was added. And I can see, you know, and that one had been there for, you know, eight months. Right. And again, just thinking, well, at some point you just think, well, why did I buy it? Right. If I'm not going to watch it, why bother? Right. Oh, but yeah. That was the motivation to finally see it. And I'm glad I've seen it. I don't yeah. think there'll be another one because I think a lot of people felt the same as we did, which yeah. is, oh, yeah, there's a Snake Eyes movie. Yay. And then just forgot all about it a week later. Right. Right. So I doubt, I doubt there's going to be another one. <laughs> no, I don't think. I, I think <laughs> we would have heard by now if there was <laughs> a, sec, a second one on the way. Yeah. 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 So. Mm. Yep. Oh, oh, well. All right. Um, should I go next? Mm, go on. Well, Let's it's this one. Yeah, so you, you and Steve can talk about it. Which one? Oh, I'm gonna. I, I, I was gonna pick one. Oh, that you're I, gonna wait another oh. one. Uh, let's start yeah. talk about little holiday festive uh, and getting into the animation theme. Um, my wife and I watched uh, the Polar Express. We have ne- neither of us had ever seen it. Oh, okay. Well, what did you make of it? I really, really enjoyed it. Honestly. Mm. I really enjoyed it. I loved the story of it. Um, I loved the holiday theme, the everything about it. I loved the story. But home theater-wise, I really liked it. It's in, I saw it in 4K on the Kaleidoscape. It's uh, DTS Master Audio 5.1. Obviously, we upmixed that. But what I found to be really interesting is um, I think it was somebody recently told me that the it doesn't hold up. It's because it's so old. They said the graphics don't hold up. I found it fascinating. And I, I thought it I thought it looked fantastic. Oh, there's another one I gotta put on the list that it's not on that you guys can't see. I haven't mentioned yet too. Another animated feature. <laughs> um because of the Polar Express. It, it's you have to keep in mind how old this movie is. It's almost twenty years old. It came out in two thousand and four. The technology that they had then for this type of animation wasn't what it is today. But when you keep that in mind and you give it the credit that it's due, I think that the graphics in this really hold up. And I think the 4K actually enhances that because you get with that HDR, you get every texture, every nuance that they were able to deliver back then. And with that in mind, I think it can give you a a newer appreciation for the technology that they had. It's, you know, their faces and their eyes and the way they look, it doesn't look as good as what they can do today. No question about it. But 
what they were doing back then and what this was one of the things that was, you know, was able to get them to where we are today. And you, you, you can see all of the, there. There's so many nuances to this movie in, in the picture I'm talking that like some glows and highlights and, 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 uh, sparkles and things in the, even just their eyes. I know people don't like the way they look around and that's, a, that's a joke in other movies that we'll talk about in a second in a little bit, but it, it's, they didn't have it all, uh, no doubt about it, but they still made, you know, the skin looked like dry skin or dry, but eyes. And John knows this when we used to do our drawings, like, how do you make the eyeball look wet? It's like your eyeballs are supposed to be, have a sparkle, a twinkle to them. You're supposed to look wet, but your, your forehead isn't unless you're sweating. So there, there's a way to do that. Well, they were able to do different things like that and, and give you different textures of stuff. It, it, and I just, I thought it was great watching it like that. And that has nothing to do with the, you know, holiday theme around the entire story, which I really, really enjoyed. Um, again, don't know why I hadn't seen it until now. But uh, glad I did. And I, I think it's a great home theater movie that I think people, it's as the years go on, this will be something that you show your grandchildren and you'll be like, this was, you know, as the older it gets, I think the more appreciation you can actually have for it, especially in the 4K and whatever Ks we get in the future. <laughs> right. So, um, all right. Uh, what do we got next? Who wants to go? Uh, I can go, John, if you want. I guess, yeah, I can go. Um, next up for me is Pinocchio, um, Netflix. This was uh, 4K Dolby Atmos. Um, yeah, this is not your dad's Pinocchio. <laughs> like, <laughs> has, have, I know you haven't seen it, DJ. Did you see it, Steve? No, this is the, the okay. Guillermo del Toro version. Isn't yes, it? yeah, it is. So mm -hmm. this takes place in uh, World War II Italy. Um, so it's very fascist very there's lots of nazis lots of um you know um is it animated <laughs> hitler's going on it is animated okay. and it's it's um stop motion animation so oh. this was like really really intense to to put together um from what i've under you know what i understand so like a rudolph um, the, i guess yeah rudolph is um, a german name right <laughs> like, um from what oops. i understand it was it was all done you know stop motion and um was really time consuming um it, it looked cg you know it kind of look has a cgi look and feel to it so i i don't know that i might be i might be wrong on that but i i i could have sworn i read or heard that somewhere but anyways um very different take on the the pinocchio story um the root themes are there you know obviously like the 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 high points from you know what we would have seen from disney i don't know how this relates back to the original book or story because i'm sure this comes from um uh, a fairy tale that was not as happy and cheery as what disney did with yeah. it um, but um but yeah it, it was kind of dark <laughs> at times like you know it, it, guillermo del toro, del toro right so it wasn't mm -hmm. um Definitely not your Disney Pinocchio. Um, home theater wise, it's like it's just fine. You know, it's not again not that type of movie where you have a lot of Dolby Atmos effects going on, and and um, there's a lot of music. There's some musical numbers that sound pretty good. Um, visually, though, it looks great. Um, 
and yeah, like I said, pretty different take on the on the story, but I liked it. Um, I, I've heard different differing opinions on it. Some people really, really liked it. Say it's a masterpiece. I don't know if I'd go that far. And then some people did just you know really didn't like it. But I think it was well worth the watch, and I enjoyed it. Um, my wife watched it with me. I haven't actually had it. I didn't really ask her after we finished so i'm not really sure if she liked it or not you know sometimes we'll sit well sometimes we'll talk about it after we see it other times we won't you know we'll just watch a movie and then we'll go on to the next thing um so i don't it's not one that we really discussed so i don't know if she if she enjoyed it or not um but i i don't know like i said i thought it was really good and like i said visually it's great um the technology i thought looked great the animation so um yeah um, I, I recommend it. I think you should give it a watch. So. Cool. That was one yeah. we were we were thinking of doing, and then you were yeah. saying it's kind of my not my dad. Maybe I wouldn't do it with Jen, but we'll do it. It's not. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's just it's a little dark, you know. Because again, there's a lot of Nazism going on. You know, yeah. they're going to they're going to <laughs> war um, for the wrong side <laughs> you know yeah. I- I- as far as we're concerned so um but you know that's what would have like if you were a young boy growing up in italy you're being fed this right rhetoric and you're you believe just as much as we believed that you're going to do the right thing but you know so you're watching it through that lens <laughs> and um because there is a lot of that like he he enlists yeah. and he's like you know He's going to go to war. So that's not something you would see in the Disney version of it. Right. So, yeah. Um, so I, Pinocchio slash All Quiet on the Western Front. A little bit. A little yeah, bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, featuring a jackboot Jimmy Cricket. Jimmy right. Cricket. <laughs> yeah, which was um, Ewan McGregor was Jiminy oh. Cricket, was the Jiminy Cricket character. And I believe Finn Wolfhard was Pinocchio. Um, and both did a great job, you know. Hmm. Nice. You and McGregor, you can't ever go yeah. wrong. And you know he's the he's the levity. Uh, you know the Jiminy Cricket character is kind of yeah. like the conscious, but the the humor. You know he brings the humor to it. So yeah, cool. pretty right. good. Uh, who's next, Steve? Um, okay, we'll quickly do Amistad then because this is one you would have seen that I I'm sure that I had not seen until very recently. This is another one of those missing Spielberg movies that yes. um, that that I just just sort of passed me by i was aware of it i knew it was out but i hadn't mm. seen it and i think i again i bought this months and months and months ago on a special edition blu-ray that was released over here and having seen emancipation i think i was just kind of in that frame of mind um and i thought i'd give this a go um it's really good as a film it, it really does work its kind of it, its story um it's a spielberg movie through and through um, uh, you know, fantastic cast. You've got Matthew McConaughey, Morgan Freeman. You've got all the, you know, the uh, Jomin Honsu, um, who learns a whole other language, literally, for this movie. Hmm. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's it's a true story um, based on this these slaves who uh, who essentially revolted against their masters on a ship, and the ship essentially comes ashore in the U.S. And there then becomes an, a lengthy legal battle as to whether these slaves are property. And if they are property, to whom do they belong? The Queen of Spain says they belong to her because it was a Spanish ship. Um, the U.S. says, well, no, these are, these, they belong to us. And then there are a, a group who, who say, well, no, they should be freed because they're not property. They're people. 
Um, and it's a, it's a fascinating, really well-told story, um, which, which is quite graphic for a Spielberg movie at the beginning. It's quite graphic that the revolt at the beginning is, is revolting. Um, and, you know, there is actually, you know, blood and guts and violence in this, which I'm not used to seeing with Spielberg. Even Jaws doesn't quite, you know, go right. this far. Um, right. But it's really good. It's a very well-told story. And, and as, so as a movie, it's well worth seeking out. And don't let the kind of the, the legal battle perhaps put you off, which it did me. I, for ages, I thought, oh, it's going to be really weighty and hard to watch. And I'm not, you know. And, and I'm always wary of the American legal dramas because I don't know much about the, the system. Mm. Um, but it's very good. It's really well done. And in terms of home theatre, video-wise, it's 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 a movie from the '90s. It looks like it's from the '90s. It's not, you know, it's not going to blow your your mind in terms of how it looks. Um, but the audio is decent. Um, you know, the Neuralex, uh, it's DTS HD uh, up mixed to Neuralex. Um, but the Neuralex is actually quite good. And there are some nice crowd sequences. You get some envelopment. There are bells ringing and wind blowing and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so actually, it's not bad. Not bad at all. And, and worth worth watching. Again, if you've already bought it, if you've got it in your collection, mm. if you haven't seen it, as I hadn't, then it's it's worth watching when you're in that frame of mind. But it's yeah. not as dry or as dour as I think it looks from the okay. you know, from the from the thing. And there is a there are a couple of barnstorming um monologues from Anthony Hopkins, uh who is playing uh he's a, it's an ex president. I can't think who it is. I've forgotten who it is. But he, he does a couple of, you know, really, really sort of Shakespearean monologues to the court, which are fantastic and apparently did them in one take. So oh. it's you know it's worth it probably just yeah, for that. Just that. You know, the craft is is there. Yeah, it's great. So I, I recommend that. Have you either of you guys seen it? I don't know if you if you have or have no. no. I I've owned it's, that. I don't own it on Kaleidoscape. I've pretty much owned it everywhere. Same idea. In but this is one of those. <laughs> <but you> have, <laughs> well, because yeah. I knew it's one that I wanted and I want in mm. my collection. But after Schindler's List, it, mm. you know Spielberg, Schindler's List, that whole thing, that <laughs> heavy thing. It's like. Like you said, Steve, it's you have to be in that right frame of mind. Yeah. And mm. when do I want to get into that? And like you said, if, if you're saying it's not as heavy-handed as you as it mm. appears, like I had, yeah. you know, you watch the trailer for this, and I'm picturing like Schindler's List. I'm picturing, you know, like you mm. said, and then you know, you were just talking about emancipation, and you're like, I know that was out before it, but but that idea, mm. you know, going in, it's yeah. like, all right, let's sit down and do this, and that. I, I really, it, it takes a lot for me to get to sit down and do that because we got an, I'm like, mm. so, but I have owned it. It's one, especially Spielberg. It's uh, any of yeah. these things, you know, you want to have it in your collection and when yeah. you'll get to it someday, but I just haven't. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those Oscar bait worth worthy movies exactly. aren't they they're these right. ones that you know you you kind of know what you're going to get it's, yeah. a, it's a historical epic the kind of thing but it is more accessible than that i think it's 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 almost done a disservice by that comparison and and i i thought that the same i mean I, that's why i right. hadn't seen it until now um but it, it's better than that it's more interesting than that cool. and it never goes quite as dark as Schindler's list ever did i mean you know i'd forgotten about that to be fair that's that's spielberg it is absolute you know, darkest. We're going to show you, show you reality. You know that this is what it's yeah. going to be, even more than Private Ryan, I would say. Um, you know, because Shinner's list is just like, look, I'm going to put a camera here, and you're going to see these events, and you're going to see what it was like, and you are going to watch this, yeah. and you are going to feel what these people felt. You're going to feel that fear. You're going to, you're going to feel that isolation. You're going to feel what they went through. And this, this doesn't go there. This go, you get a little bit at the beginning, but then it really moves more towards then the courtroom and and how they cool. do it. And it, it it really is worth seeing. Cool. All right, uh, John, you want to go next? 
Sure. Um, well, I'm just going to lump my next two together, really, yeah. because it's um, basically the extended edition Middle Earth epic <laughs> of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. So this is a, a Christmas tradition for us. We've done it for the last yeah. couple of years now. Um, you know, we usually take the week up between Christmas and New Year's off, my wife and I, and um, we've watched these movies. Now, this is the first time I've had my projector and my hundred and you know my yeah. screen and my Oof. mini DSP and all of this other stuff in place, yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, these are just glorious. Man. I mean, they're just reference. I think these are reference discs. Yep, <laughs> every one of them. Yeah. Um, now we watched them in order, so we watched the Hobbit, then we watched the Lord oh, of the Rings. Oh, you went backwards. Yeah. Yeah, we you watch them in we watch order, them chrono, in chronological. Yeah, we okay. watch them in chronological order. Um, and so, watching the newer the newer movies first, they do look better. Like yeah. they the the visually now uh, audio wise, they're both they're the same. Like yeah. they're all great. Yeah. Visually, the Hobbit movies they just look better. You know, they were um, I think filmed with uh, newer technology mm-hmm. and with 4K in mind, where you know the original movies were not. Um, well, they were shot digitally, actually, weren't they? Right, and they were shot yeah. digitally. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that doesn't take away from the Lord of the Rings movies no. either. Like, uh, there's some scenes in there where they kind of go in and out. You know, there's some DNR in like some of the Minas Tirith scenes yeah. in Lord, in Return of the King, even in Helm's Deep, some of that. But still, these are. I mean, they're never going to look better <laughs> than they do um, here. And um, yeah, I, I mean, everybody's seen them, so I don't really know what right. uh, you know what else to say about them. But I really felt like I was experiencing these again, like I saw them in the theater. You know, with yeah. you know, big screen, big audio. Um, had these things cranked up. We watched the four-hour cuts of, of every movie. <laughs> you yeah. know, and. Um, yeah, they're just epics, and um, I honestly can't wait to do it again next year. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I know, they're just so good. Um, that was yeah, I, you know, they, there's some nitpicks to them, you know, as far as the, you know, especially the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, but I don't find them like I, I thought they were great. They're good, you know. Yeah, yeah. they're so. so good. It's like you, yeah, I'm like jealous. Because, like, yeah. I remember back in, was it August, September, I, I went You were them, watching some of them, and yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to do this again in December. I couldn't wait to do it. And then right. December came, and I'd just done them, and I've got other things right. to do, so I didn't get to it this year. But it is mm. one of my traditions to do that, and it was, you know, they're so good. And it's like, now yeah. I'm going to try to wait for next year and the holidays yeah. and do that again. And we did but, one a day. Like, yeah. we had other things we did this week, and they're, they're yeah. long movies. But there was a couple of days where we could have squeezed in the next movie. Right. But I didn't want to. Like, I, Look at I started you. on Tuesday. I started on Tuesday, so I would finish on Sunday, and I went back to work Monday. So, I mean, I yeah. specifically <laughs> planned it out so that, you know, we were going to finish on Sunday. And awesome. I didn't want to jump the gun because there was one day <laughs> where we were just like, you know, we're not going to go out today. We're just going to stay in. I put the first movie on at like 9 a.m. So there was definitely time yeah. to squeeze another one in. But I just didn't. Yeah, I, said, yeah. I just didn't want, didn't want to do it. I wanted to space them out. 
That's cool. You know, we watched some other stuff instead. I watched a few things that didn't make the list, too, because they just weren't yeah. that good. But um, Although, one thing that didn't make my list, because it's not an HT thing, but if you haven't seen it, the new Charlie Cox show, Treason, on Netflix oh, was no. really good. I haven't seen that. Uh, it was a really good show. It just didn't really make the cut for me as far as... Okay. Uh, I did you know, see that, and I, I, yeah. I actually saw uh, the... Just the graphic for it, and, and it's like, only five episodes. It's like Cox? a quick thing, yeah. It's a quick thing. It's five episodes, um, so it's cool. you know not going to take a lot of time. But I thought it was really good, um, uh, story wise. So cool. All right, uh, let me. I'll do my next one. Off of the Polar Express, <laughs> I was telling my brother about it, and he was laughing at that whole eyeball. Now he makes a living doing graphics and everything like that. So he was laughing at Polar Express and the way their eyes never look at you. They're always like looking everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And he's like, have you seen Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers? The the new animated. I actually heard movie. good things about that movie. It's but fantastic. I seen it. My wife I heard and it I was. loved it. Did yeah. you see it, Steve? I've seen, yeah, I've seen most of it. It was, it was all right. It's okay. so I didn't fun. watch it in the cinema room. I watched it in the in the lounge over lunch yeah. one day with with you know with age yep. appropriate people, and it, right. it was okay. <laughs> I heard it was good, but it's I haven't fun. seen it. It's yeah. fun. There's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of Easter eggs in it to other movies for the adults, right? And it's right. a fun movie to to sit down and like with an age appropriate person, and they, mm. they get their stuff, and then you get your stuff. And as a home theater, it's actually pretty good as well. Mm. It's the graphics are good because I can't remember which Chip or Dale, but they even say it's in the trailer. And he's like, I've had the, you know, the 3D makeover. The 3D upgrade. Yeah, yeah. it's the 3D upgrade. It's it's fantastic. And the the jokes that they do on all that. And there's even, like I said, in the movie, one of the Easter eggs is they make fun of the Polar Express. And the graphics, they run into a character that's drawn like the Polar Express. Oh, really? Yeah. And the guy's looking at him like this. He's talking to him, but they're the chipmunks. They're down on the ground. And, but he's looking out like this. And he's like, what are you talking about? I think it's voiced by Seth Rogen, if I'm not mistaken. But he's like, what are you talking about? I'm looking right at you. <laughs> and they're like, no, we're down here. <laughs> and it's, and it's so funny. funny. But there's a lot of stuff like that. And and as a it definitely, Steve, give it a shot in your theater. Hmm. Put it up, crank it up, and, and just have fun with it. It's my hmm. wife and I were cracking up. We had so much fun with it. It's such it was, it was it's a good movie. It's a good movie. And then hmm. and again, right. getting back into my animation that I I love animation. I grew up on animation. I love to draw. Why wouldn't I do hmm. this? And I've been missing it for like 15 years so it was a good one so all right what what's next for you steve do you want to do the blue cats or should we leave the blue cats to last the what which one's that the 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 space blue space cats do we want to do those next you know the navi avatar oh yeah do that go ahead knock yourself (laughs) out let's do it all right, right. Okay, so you you bring the bright side. I'll bring the miserable side. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen it yet, John. I don't plan to see it. Honestly, wow, <laughs> no Ooh. intention. Someone's That's... gone more miserable than I did. Okay, yeah. I might see it at home, but I, I'm not the biggest fan of the first one, and mm. really you have no, like <laughs> yeah, have yeah. no interest in it. Um, I'll right. catch it at home. I won't see it in 3D, so I don't know if that'll take away anything from it, but. Go ahead, right, Steve. So, 
Avatar, the way of water. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, Blue Cats in Space. Okay, so the first first film, just a bit of context, I really, really like the first one. I've seen it many, many times. I've seen it in in theatres. I've seen it in 3D on multiple TVs, including the you know the, the, the fairly sizable one I've got now, um, which is one of the last 3D TVs that, that were released. Um, and I really like the first one. And prior to seeing this, we saw, I saw this on a Monday, and, and I saw the original one again on the, on the Sunday and had a great time with it. This was the director's cut. I thought it was great. Now, so I then went in to see this. Now, here's the problem. And, and unfortunately, at the moment, it's inextricably linked the film with the technology for me. Now, I hate with a passion HFR, high frame rate. I don't yeah. like it at all. To me, it makes everything look ultra fake because it looks ultra real. Now, that's how, I know that sounds weird. Even <laughs> You've gone as I say so it. far forward, you're now backwards. <laughs> I'm back, well, quite, yes. Yeah. Now, I, now, the reason I say that, I saw that talking about The Hobbit, I saw The Desolation of Smaug in HFR. And I, and that was 2014. Yeah, sorry, Christmas 2013. And I found it incredibly distracting. Everything looked fake. Everything looked like it was a set. Everything just looked like it was a, like a cutscene from a video game, the whole movie. And since then, I have deliberately avoided HFR on everything. I didn't see Gemini Man, even though I know it's available on Blu ray and non HFR. I, I stayed away from it. Billy Lynn's long time walk. I saw about two minutes of it, and again, I'm like, I can't, I just, I can't do this. So I went to see this one then on the Monday. The showing, as advertised, was Avatar Way of Water 2D. So we go in, sit down. The movie starts as soon as the Fox logo came up, and you get that moving pan. It was very smooth, and I thought, oh, no, oh, no. And, sh- and, I, and I was just saying, no, 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 maybe it's just a new logo. Maybe they've just changed it. No, it's not. You're all good. But no. So then unfolds for the next three and a quarter hours of hours. my life that I won't get back, a mixture, a, a, and I'm gonna, a bastardized, homogenized Frankenstein's monster of a movie, which is it's going from HFR to 24 frames per second, back to HFR, on and on and on for three and a bit hours. It was horrible. And, and, I, and now, I saw it with three people. The other two people didn't even notice it. <laughs> so it's only me, okay? No, I know that, and I know this. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it was dreadful, and I was so distracted by it. Again, look, I, and I know that, that this is incredible effects work. I get that. And, and, you know, but again, every time it goes to HFR, it looks like a video game cutscene. It looks like it's, it's so real, it's fake. You know, even the, you know, again, the blue cats, they look amazing. The Na'vi look great. But it's so distractingly fake with the background that I just could not get into it. And I hmm. hated the experience. And unfortunately, then that affects the film. So I didn't right. enjoy the movie. I thought right. it was overlong. I, I thought it was trite. You know, I, I, didn't, I couldn't tell one character from another. Um, and if I had to hear Zoe Saldana say, my Jake, one more time, I was going to <laughs> scream. Um, because it's just like, in the story, they're apparently 10 years on. And they are, she's still calling him my Jake. Right, right, which I find very odd, um, and has become a bit of a joke with people that I saw it with ever since. Everyone, so everyone now and while someone will go, "My Jake," and everyone will stop <laughs> laughing. Um, so, so unfortunately, I was, I was, 
you know, I was let down by the fact that the screening was not advertised as HFR. If I'd known that, I wouldn't have seen it. And, I, and if that was the only way to see it, I would have waited for video, same as you, John. And I am praying, not quite literally, but I am praying that the Disney Plus version at least is going to be in 24 frames per second. I'm hoping that the 4K disc will be, and I'll say it now as I said it on Twitter after I'd seen it, if they release this in only HFR or the you know the mixed homogenized version, oh, yeah, I, I will this. never see this film again because yeah. I am not sitting through that again. Right, I'm not. I'm hoping they'll release it normally, and then I can watch it again, and hopefully I'll enjoy it. <laughs> now, is That's it that way? About it, that. <laughs> is that the only way you can see it in the theaters, though? Well, that appears to be. I don't know. Well, yeah, well, this is the it. thing. Cameron James Cameron has said. It's in HFR and 24 frames per second, and it switches between the two. Now, now, as far as I know, that's the only way you can see it, either all HFR in 3D or HFR oh, wow. 2D, and it mixes between the two. Okay. Um, and if that is the case, then, then the home video version, I, I, well, I, I'm, I'm hoping it won't, because, of course, most people's TVs on Disney Plus would not play it. Right, Disney Plus show probably it. won't. Yeah, yeah so fingers crossed, you know, I mean, I, but, um, yeah, so I, I, I was just floored by how bad it looked now i know that's an outlying opinion Deej, you can now correct me and tell me why i'm wrong um but i but i just it was so distracting it was it was horrible <laughs> anyway okay uh i'm not gonna correct you um vj agrees with you in the in the stream vj says i agree steve hfr makes everything look so fake um it's see here's the thing i'm not gonna disagree with you yeah, HFR makes things look different. Let's put it that way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my contention going to like Gemini Man and Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk, uh, now Avatar, any of these, uh, you know, high frame rate things. If if my contention is, if movies were shot like this from the beginning this is what we would be used to. Right. Right. So that's the part that I have trouble with when people go, this is wrong. Well, no, it's not wrong. Mm. It's just different. Right. Mm. And it's like neither 24 or 60, or in this case, uh, avatar is actually 48. Um, I believe. So whatever it is, high frame rate, 24, frames per second if we went back to 24 people would be like this is weird this is doesn't feel right it's like the other one's more lifelike neither of them are accurate to what we actually experience in real life but you mm-hmm. know what i'm my, that's my my point it's like yeah. n- neither mm-hmm. of us is wrong nobody's wrong and what i like is that artists are trying to push this they're tr- not push it mm-hmm. on us but they're trying to push the envelope they're trying to create something create a buzz create a talk do something you know, I mean, mm. you have different artists working in oil painting and they're only painting the left side of the face, but they flattened it out. That doesn't make sense. That's not the way it's supposed mm. to be. No, it's an interpretation. That's all they're doing here. And I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Mm. I, I eat, I eat this stuff up because I like to see technology used in different ways. Who knows what this is going to expand on the next artist? What can I do with this? Right. Cameron mm. has his takes. Uh, Ang Lee has his takes. People are doing different things with different, you know, you have Christopher Nolan has his takes. Let's, and then other people take these things and then they make their own things. And that's what I think is fun about it. Avatar, Mm -hmm. the way of water. 
I've only seen it in 3D. Mm. I didn't see it in 2D like you did with the variable aspect ratios. Not aspect ratio. Frame rates, yeah, right? Frame rates, yeah. That, does, mm-hmm. that, maybe I wouldn't enjoy that either because like you and, you know, and most of the people listening, we do have an eye for this stuff and you'd be like, oh, I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. That would be distracting. Watching this in 3D was absolutely mesmerizing to me. It was, mm. you, it, my wife, not a big fan of 3D. She says mm. she gets headaches, she does this, does that she enjoyed this movie. She was like, that was fantastic. This is, I mean, I, and I think that's where the high frame rate pays off because in a, in a standard 3d movie at a lower frame rate, it can, with both of your eyes going, it can bother some people. It can, you know, I, I am 3d in my theater. I'm hoping I can get this in high frame rate in my theater. I, I don't know if it's, if we have those capabilities at home, but you can only watch so much 3D in your own home because it does. It, 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 there's a, a fatigue there. This one, mm. over three hours long, and you're like, <coughs> this is, it, it was fantastic. Um, mm. The story, much like the first one, there's really not much to really break down here. It's like, John, if you didn't like the first one, you're not going to like this one. If you love the first one, which you did, Steve, I, mm. you know, when this comes out on Disney plus in 24 frames per second, the entire time, I have a feeling you're going to be like, I love the story. There's a mm. gigantic father son story here that I absolutely loved, you know, from beginning to end. And when I've seen it twice now, um, and the second, t- second viewing, knowing the entire story, when you open up in the first story, you're like, Oh, wow. Okay, there's there's some nuggets there that really pull on you. Um, mm. Now, I, the I saw this once in uh, Showcase Cinema X Plus, which has Dolby Atmos with your nice recliners. You pick your own seat and everything. But like I've said all the time on this podcast, I'm like the the audio there is is an, it's not as good. Because everybody, you've got your own row. You can get up and go to the bathroom. Plenty of room. You're not really blocking anybody's view because of the way they divided it out. But now you're divided from those speakers. Okay? So the audio there just isn't as good. Um, went to see it at IMAX at Jordan's Furniture. Old school. General admission. <laughs> you buy your ticket. Get there early. Wait in line. Because this movie was pretty much during all the Christmas break was sold out. So you had to buy it and I bought mine well in advance, but I kept going every time you went there, sold out, sold out, sold out, sold out, get in line. You get in there old school. You're sitting in a chair that's probably smaller than this chair I'm sitting in right now. And there's no space between you and the people in front of you. You're like upright. (laughs) It's the room is wider than it is deep. It's a giant, obviously giant screen. That was a nice experience. I can't say. You know, sorry, Carl. I can't say that this is what I want to do all the time, but it was nice. Okay. The sound there, mixed bag here. This is where it gets real interesting, I think, especially for home theater nerds like us. The high-end sounds, the the pans and everything were absolutely top-notch. For and, and I'm saying that for an IMAX theater. It was it was fantastic. You could hear everything anytime that something went by you. You heard it. You heard it pan across the back of the room. You heard it pan across the front, front to rear, left to right, all that fun stuff. Great. 
The bass, horrible, absolutely horrible because they were relying on the seat transducers. So, you know, in our theaters, when like a gunshot goes off and you feel it in your chest, you didn't feel anything. You, all you did was get a in your seat. So like anything, you know, in, in the, there's a lot of water and crashing waves, a wave crashes, somebody fires a weapon, everything's up through your seat. Whereas in, in our theaters, in a good theater, bass can manipulate you in different ways, depending on the bass note. Like we were talking earlier about with uh, Hans Zimmer, you get that, that's going to vibrate up through your seat, but you get a good bass from a, a bass drum or something, you're going to feel that in your chest. They, you had none of that. So that was very disappointing. But because they had drowned out what appeared to be everything audibly under 300 hertz, <laughs> felt like you, you were able to hear everything else perfectly clear. So the pans all worked. Um, I can't wait to get this at home in all the mm. different versions and whatever, the, whatever we're capable of having at home. Um, I'm looking forward to just the 4k high frame rate in, I think this would, I want that entire <laughs> thing in high frame rate, like Gemini man, um, looking forward to it. So, I, and I, I think, you know, it's fun. It gets people talking. So, mm. Yeah. <laughs> as i said if it's hfr i'm not watching this film again i will yeah. not i'm not putting myself through that again but let's see i don't think it will be i don't think disney oh, plus is capable of that i it, plus i think it would be silly not to give people that option you're mm. you're, sh you're short yeah. yourself right it's mm. like if people mm. don't want to watch that and there is a you're not wrong there's a ton of people that think this and it's a, if you do not agree with that and you don't like it, why wouldn't you just give that up? I mean, it, I'm pretty sure that it, it's not that difficult a thing to, to lower the frame rates on your entire movie. Mm. I mean, with all mm. the technology they have, you got to be able to take out information. So. Yeah. It's just whether Cameron will let them. I wonder whether Cameron will be like, right. you either show it this way or well, you don't show he it does at all. like money. So. Well, cool. Well, yeah, but he's had his money. Yeah, true. <laughs> the, the problem, I think, the problem, I think that the reason I don't think they will release it at HFR only, at least on Disney Plus, is because most people's TVs wouldn't display it. You know, a lot of TVs just won't won't run that, so they're not going to want loads of complaints from parents saying, "My little Johnny can't watch Avatar because when he puts it on, there's a black screen." You know, he he. Do they gonna... even brought? Has anything come out streaming in in high no. frame rate? No, no, I don't no, think they can. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think, think the stream can handle it. Exactly. The data no. would be. You're doubling the frames. Yeah. It's like that's. Right. The data would about, be crazy. They're already that's... compressing bandwidth. You're going to double your frames? Yeah. That's why that's I think just... any digital stream will probably be 24. Normal. I'll give 30, it another go. If, if it's in 24 frames per second, I will definitely give it another go because I, I want to like it. You know, I'm not, not yeah. someone who set out to dislike it, but. Um, but as I said, if it's HFR only, I'm, I'm not doing that again. And, and I can only hope that, that, you know, moving forward that, uh, that, that, that decisions made to, to, you know, cater it for more people more clearly 
because um, yeah. I'm I'm over 3D. I, I don't. I, it's very rare now that I watch something in 3D, even though I've got that yeah. capability. I prefer 4K. I prefer the brightness and the sharpness of those images, as I've said before. So I can't. It, I just feel like I'm doing myself a disservice by watching it in 3D now because I don't. I'm just not right. on board with it anymore. And I've you know I've got over 200 3D movies still. You know they're they're, just, they're in the, the collection, just sat there because I'm hoping one day not in the not too distant future we'll have glasses free 3d and these may well be backwards compatible with it and i've had right. some some nudge in that direction from someone that would know Ooh. um so you know that's where i was hoping this movie was for but mm, well quite but they did i've had a you know i've had a little nudge and a wink in that direction suggesting mm. that 3d blu-ray might be backwards compatible with glasses free 3d so this is the only mm. reason i'm keeping hold of them um because i just do not want to watch more 3d stuff if i can avoid it right um but um you know and for similar reasons to you know to, to jen you know people that just don't like it that i watch movies with yeah don't, don't like it having to wear glasses and 3d glasses and you know all the rest of it right um so yeah but there we go but like i said hopefully i'll like it more the second time around it wouldn't be the first time <laughs> there you go all right um what do we have next um violent night should we quickly do that let's do that one quick uh, yeah. Okay, so do you want to do that one? Yeah. yeah. You didn't see it, John, did you? No. Okay. What did you think of that, Steve? Um, I <laughs> I thought the film was great. I re- enjoyed it way more than I expected. Ooh. It was great fun from minute one. It is you know, bordering really, on a really horror fun. movie. Yeah, is it? <laughs> I, see, I thought it was more Bad Santa and Die Hard. Yes. You know, mixed together yeah. and kind of oh, just definitely. Just, oh, actually, no, Bad Santa, Die Hard, and John Wick all mixed together, you know, and just given a and given a kind of modern spin. I thought yeah. it was very good indeed. I had literal a great time nods all the way through to those. Definitely yeah. Die yeah, Hard yeah, yeah. too. But like yeah. I mean, it literally is like almost like they took the Die Hard story and they were like, hmm. We're gonna do this and we're gonna substitute instead of, you know, John McClain or Wick, we're going to have it be this character, which was, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but it, I thought mm. as an action movie, as a fun, it is gross. Don't, I mean, mm. they don't pull any punches. There's quite literally they, it, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it is violent night. I mean, it is all the violence, um, sledgehammers, guns, all sorts of weapons that you wouldn't want to see people hit with or cut with or <laughs> shot with. I mean, it is bad, but it's fun. Mm. It is so yeah. much fun. Like yeah, that's where you get in the, the John Wick part. Yeah, the very knowing winks and the, the jokes and everything else. I, I thought it yeah. was very funny. The only thing I thought was slightly odd is randomly it starts in Bristol, England, which is the place that's near to where I live, and I can assure you that's not Bristol. Um, not even close. And <laughs> I don't know why it is they decided with stuff. Bristol. They never talk about it again. They never mention it again. Why they went with Bristol. The only the only way I could get to Bristol, this is right at the beginning, so it's not a spoiler, literally first frame of the movie, um, is is because when, when David Harbour was shooting Hellboy, loads of that was shot in Bristol. Lots of that was shot here because there's lots of old, you know, hall um, alleyways and things that they used for Hellboy. And so he would have been here for probably a couple of months. And all I can think of is that he said, oh, well, let's have Bristol because I, I liked Bristol. I like Bristol. Because I can't think of any other link to it at all. You know, it's just it's bizarre. Um, but no, very, one. very good. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That's a complete conjecture on my part. Um, but 
yeah, I, I can't can't really review the home cinema side of it because I, as I say, I watched it on a screener, so this was not in proper. This was Dolby surround, but it's upmixed from a you know a, a pretty poor track. But it it was still fascinatingly fun and a great movie, and I can't wait to own it. This will become a yearly yeah. holiday film for me all day long. Um, so I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And and if anyone hasn't seen it, when it comes out in the spring, which will be weird, yeah. <laughs> um, right? But when it comes out in the spring, then uh, you know. Buy several copies as DJ would, and then watch it in uh, <laughs> watch it come December. Perhaps buy, buy one it a month. in every format, and then don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then wait till seven months. The next. Yeah, anybody can just <laughs> yeah. buy one copy and watch it once. Right, take something special <laughs> to buy multiple copies and not see it, and then not watch right. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, it's great and and definitely worth seeing. And and uh, you know, I absolutely recommend that. Um, oh, I'm I glad recommend. you enjoyed it too, DJ. Because yeah, I wasn't sure if you would. Oh, it's fun. <laughs> It is so much fun. And in 4K Atmos, it's out on Kaleidoscape already. Um, and mm. I, I I couldn't pass that up. Uh, I, I heard some reviews of people seeing it in the theater, how much fun it was. And I was like, oh, I got to take this in. So, yeah, when it comes out, I, I don't rush right out and buy it, especially if it comes out, like you said, in the spring. Like, nice holiday feature right after you're done with your lethal weapons, your first bloods and diehards, you know, diehards. Yeah. It's like, you know, well, one and two both take place on Christmas Eve. Um, much like violent night takes place on Christmas Eve. So another holiday movie, um, highly recommend great, great fun home theater experience. Um, but yeah, not for mixed company and children. So, no, uh, all right. Uh, I can't wait. John, how far did you get into your, is this, this is your last one, right? Yeah, this is my last one. And you know, this could come up for the next several weeks, obviously, Ooh, because goody, goody. it's going to take me a, <laughs> me a while. Um, yeah. So we started a rewatch of game of Thrones. Um, this is the really the second time I've ever seen it. Like I've only ever seen it once on HBO as they aired. So this is my first rewatch, obviously first time in 4k Dolby Atmos, um, this is the disc set that I bought. Um, you look, you, know, you look like something's going wrong. <laughs> Me? No. Yeah, no. yeah. I'm just moving okay. stuff around, making I'm sure. Sorry, we're I thought still maybe recording. I cut, maybe I cut <laughs> out or something. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. So this is Let the me. first time I've I've watched these in this quality, or again with the big screen and all that. Um, we're about halfway through season two right now, so we got oh. you know a decent chunk into it but obviously there's eight seasons so we've got a ways to go um one little slight picadillo (laughs) with the discs that is irritating me every time i go to put it on is that it does not default to dolby atmos it defaults to 5.1 so i have to go in every episode and now there's three episodes per disc so if I have time where I think I'm going to watch the whole disc, you can just set it and hit play all, and it'll right. go the way through. But if you don't do that, you have to set it for every episode. Um, I never know if I'm going to get all the way through the whole disc, so I end up not doing it that way. So that's irritating. But other than that, again, these are... Now, I feel like I'm re-watching these for the first time in some cases, yeah. because I forgot when things happened and how things happened. Like there's things that are already happened that I didn't think came until like season six, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, um, but the quality is, is oh. unbelievable. Like it looks so good. Uh, it sounds so good. Um, and yeah, all the issues that you have now, again, we haven't even gotten to season eight yet with the, 
the long night and all long that night, stuff. Episode but, three. but you know, it's a dark show well, from start to finish. That's what I was gonna say. And so all of the issues that you have streaming or HBO back then it was just HBO. It wasn't even HBO Max. I was watching right. it on Direct TV. Um they are not there. Like the discs look phenomenal. The detail now again, um I the Panasonic UB eight twenty is what I used to watch them with. The tone mapping, I mean it does a fantastic job with with all of this stuff. But yeah, there's no issues with the video quality at all here. Like I can see everything. I can you know, all the blacks look like I can distinguish the different blacks and right. you know the the armor and the clothes and all that stuff they're wearing. Um and again, it's like watching it for the first time all over again. Like the it, it's just having the big screen, having the audio, having the you know the quality is um, they're great. Like yeah. um, I can't wait to keep going into the later seasons. And I've actually um, House of the Dragons will be here tomorrow. Um, oh. My discs, and I will probably go right into that once yeah. I'm done with this. Um, but yeah, it's just unbelievable. I'm sure I won't, this won't be the last time it comes up (laughs) over the next couple of weeks because it'll take me, you know, I'm back to work now, so I'm not even going to be able to go through a season and a half, you know, every week. So, you know, it'll take me, you know, a couple of months to go through all of this, but, um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's one of the ones we wanted to get back to and just, you know, we were done with Lord of the Rings and there's like literally nothing on TV, nothing to stream. We started watching the new Witcher show and that is just complete yeah, dog excrement. Like it is garbage. So I was like, well, let's, let's just go to the game of Thrones. Let's just go and we'll start yeah. watching that. And uh, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. So yeah. a lot of yeah. people, and then on another note, don't watch the Witcher blood yeah, origin because exactly. it is, <laughs> it is bad. Yeah. Like bad, so um, um, no, yeah. The Game of Thrones. I've we've always watched it with Atmos. I never did like you did because we started with the Blu-rays, and that's why right, I you didn't watch them. it. Yeah, right. So yeah. I had the Atmos, but the 4K in the HDR. It's like everybody oh, yes. jumps to, and it, rightfully so. It's you know, season eight, episode three, the Long Night. That is right. going to bring up. I mean, that's, that's where you're pushing the envelope, much like right. uh, House of the Dragons does. Right. I love that. But going back and watching yeah. those early, like when they... In, yeah, because it in is epi- dark. In, in episode yeah. one, when, yeah. um, what are the two characters, you're going through it right now, but the, the two buddies there, the king, and then, you know, he becomes the hand Oh, Robert the king. and Ned, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they go into the caverns there, the, the catacombs yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the crypts. The crypts. Yeah. That's dark. They're all dark. And now when you see it in 4K, you're like, holy crap, look how deep it goes into (laughs) before it was all shadow. And I was watching on a Blu-ray. Again, I didn't have my Lumigen at the time either, which that's gonna enhance it. But 4K with all of that on a good display, there is so much information there that, like you said, I would say a good 60% you are seeing for the first time. Right. <laughs> there was so much crushed and miss, missing picture wise that in, and what's fun is like, you're saying, John, like you're watching on a 123 inch screen. You're probably like this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's amazing because it's so immersive. Like, oh, you know, right now it's all, all the, the yeah. it's all the Jon Snow with the greet and, you know, they're lost in the snow and yeah. it's, it's, 
you know, it's just like everywhere, you know, it's yeah. really, really good. So it, what uh, really pulls out of there too, is their pacing of the show and the cinematography yeah. where they'll go from a snow scene and then they'll go to like a, they'll, they'll end up in. Yeah. Um, then you're in King's, King's Landing, Landing or you're, you're in like, like uh, you're in your living room. Why am I hot? Why am I hot? Yeah. <laughs> well, and like Daenerys, she's like still kind of lost in the desert in yeah. Karth and all that stuff. So yeah, you go from the snow to <laughs> the yeah. desert to you know to king's landing um, which is like to a, king's landing it, which, which is, is kind of tropical yeah. yeah it's a humid heat to a dry it's heat a dry heat to, <laughs> yeah oh it's so but but the point is like those the temperatures come across right because right. it's, it's done so well and it, it is right. it's so much fun so can't wait to hear more yeah um let me talk about my i guess this is my last one right yeah uh how to Train Your Dragon, the first one from yeah. 2010, which has a nice um, Game of Thrones tie into it because they came out with How to Train Your Dragon 3. I saw the trailer for that when it was coming out, and I was like, during the trailer, I was like, this looks good. And it's got, uh, what's his name, plays Jon Snow. Um, oh, Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington's in it. Yeah. He's also in two. I didn't know that, but I'm watching the trailer. This was years ago, watching the trailer for how to train your dragon three. And at the end it says how to train your dragon three coming soon. And I was like, there's two others. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a two. I didn't know there was a two. So I, I kind of wanted to, I, you know, get into these. This was the first one that I picked when I said to my wife, I'm like, let's watch some animation. Absolutely. It, it's my favorite movie of the weekend of the week. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, have you seen, has either of you seen it? I've never seen it. I've always kind of wanted to see it, but I've just never sat down to watch it. I mean, I do like, I watch a lot of animation because I, I do like it, yeah. but just kind of missed that one somewhere along the way. I've, um, I've got one, two and three in 4k. Um, and, uh, yeah. I had to import them from the States. They, they weren't out here for a long time. Um, but yeah, no, they're good. They're all good films and they, they get progressively more complex animation wise as they go on. Yeah. Time you get to the third one, it just looks absolutely incredible. Um, so yeah, they're, they're really, they're, they're good, solid films. Yeah. They're good, entertaining movies. Yeah. And they are good. I loved, uh, I, the first one, we wanted to get to the second one. I bought it and it's sitting on the Kaleidoscape right now. Um, they're all in 4k, uh, 5.1. I don't know if they advanced to Atmos in the later ones, but it's, mm. you know, DTS master audio. Um, the story is absolutely fantastic i i absolutely love the story the message that it's it's great for kids it's great for adults it's just a great story home theater wise i think they're it's fantastic the, the 4k imagery is just beautiful the sound there's whooshes i mean when he's flying his dragon um not to give anything away but it's just so, so good. I can't wait to get to two and then eventually three and maybe they'll make a four. Who knows? Now that I'm on board and I'm buying, I'm, I'm going to buy Right, now that you've copies. bought them all, you pushed them over the edge. <laughs> exactly. But um, highly recommend it. And if you haven't seen it and you have kids, it's that to me, it's practically a must own because this is one, it's, it's such a great family movie. It's such a great message. Um, just, uh Awesome. And my favorite home theater experience of, of the holidays. Uh, awesome. and, and that includes violent night. So. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I've just, just been checking the, um, all three on 4k disc are in DTSX. Okay. 
Oh, a disc. Oh, see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just just double check. Interesting. I, thought, I couldn't remember if they were not Moss or not, but yeah, they're all three. They're universal discs. Yeah. So DTSX, of course, is what they go for. So That's yeah, awesome. all nice. three are in that. They are see? good. They are good. Now there you go. Now I Sold. do have to buy the discs gotta, yep, and the kaleidoscape. <laughs> <sighs> I love that movie. <laughs> Here we go. Down the rabbit hole I go. Um, what do you, oh, you still have three left, Steve. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and lump these together, guys, because it's 10 to midnight here. Yeah. Um, so I'll try and sort of pop these all together. We'll do them quite quickly. So the first one then is Tropic Thunder in 4K disc. This is a special release, I think, from, is it Kino Law, or it might be Shout, one of the two. Um, so this has just been released over there. It's not out here. I had to import it. Um, and, uh, yeah, very, the film's fun. I think, you know, I mean, surely you guys have yeah, seen the movie. Seen yeah. Um, I, I doubt it would be made these days. Um, but, yep. um, it's, uh, it's a, it's <laughs> no. a fun film. Um, and of course it should be for us because there is a direct conversation about HD DVD and Blu-ray in it. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, yeah. which is quite interesting for us. So film's good as ever. The 4k disc is exceptionally good. Really? Um, <laughs> this movie could have been shot for 4k HDR. It looks phenomenal in 4K, um, and I, I don't know if it's out in Kaleidoscape Age, but if it's you know if it's not, this Just is well worth disc. picking up if you like oh, the yeah. film. Get it; it's great. Um, it's only in DTS HD, so you you know you'll upgrade up uh, up mix it. But it, the, the the sound mix is the same as the Blu-ray, which is good. You know, it's very very nice. But the real quality here is in the is the new transfer. It looks exceptional. The HDR really pulls out, you know, the greens, the the the, the explosions, the um, the 4K. Then the detail and the close-ups and the faces oh. is absolutely amazing. So this is a really nice remaster and well worth picking up. So I I couldn't recommend that highly enough if you like the movie, and I think most people do. Yeah. Um, so that's that one. So then, um, right. So the next one is Smile, John. Okay. Smile. Now, yeah. Now I know you didn't like it. No. And I know I said to you, based on that, then I would rent it first. I wouldn't buy it, which makes me feel bad because I bought it. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I like to be a man of my word, and unfortunately I wasn't. And I, I brought it as a blind buy, and I thought, well, I'll give it a go. <laughs> Not like a blind buy. A you bought film. it as a, I got a bad uh, review buy. <laughs> you were blind. Well, you were yeah, blind. blind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's, yeah, it's blind for him because he hasn't right, seen yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, so I bought, I bought it with a, with a sense of uncertainty and, you know, dread. Right. <laughs> um, I have to say, I thought it was great. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. I I've heard really, a lot of people liked it. I've heard really a lot of people did. I've heard too. a lot of people I've heard like, other people yeah, were like, what yeah. the hell? But yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's a, it's a film that, that, that just creeps up or crept up on me anyway. Um, you know, I thought the sound design was really well done. You've got this kind of floating score that moves around the room. You know, you've got a, a really nice kind of image quality to it. And I thought the story was actually quite unsettling. There's one right. or two times during this when I wanted to just, the, the, spoiler free, there is at some point a character is told to look behind them. And I wanted right. to grab the camera, you know, grab the frame and turn it round. You know, I, I, I really felt that kind of, that, that I need to see what this is. What is it? What is it? Um, right. I, I really enjoyed this. It was way better than I had kind of expected it to be. Right. I, this was really, really good. But, I, but equally, I can get how you could watch it and think, what a load of nonsense. 
but I, I just, I got swept up in this really quickly and, and right. uh, just this, just the, let this thing unfold. Um, and I thought it was, you know, it was nasty when it needed to be nasty. It was gory when it needed to be gory. Oh, it and, was that. Generally yeah. upsetting. Yeah. And it's unsettling. I, a couple of times again, I had goosebumps. I was genuinely thinking, what is going to happen? Um, so I really enjoyed it. And, uh, but yeah, but again, it's horror. It's my wheelhouse. I it, get that. it is. Oh. Now, and again, I streamed it, so I didn't have yeah. the disc, you know, I didn't have that, and mm. I thought it felt, like I said, I thought the beginning of the movie was very unsettling. I mm. just felt, I just thought it really fell apart, you know, mm. for me. Um, but again, that's yeah. me. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, but yeah, I mean, but it was super creepy, like it was, mm. and it really was, like, stressful and tense, but then to me mm. it just became run-of-the-mill horror yeah i i don't know like it, it fell apart for me but yeah um, when, and i can see that i i completely get I that but i just again I, I don't know how good the stream would have been compared to the disc but but the right. disc is in atmos and it's you know 4k hdr um, right and as i say that score floats you know moves around the room it has a it almost has a life of its own plus lovely lots of little sound cues and little movements in the speakers which just right. adds to that sense of kind of uncertainty and unease uh, right. Which 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 I thought was really effective. Okay. It's the sort of film that I'm so glad which I saw Steve it at home. Loves. Well, I do. Yeah. I, yeah, but he that's does. Why you, yeah, why he I watch does. These, these certain films. But also, it's one of the things about home cinema that the theatre just cannot, in my experience, replicate right. very well. You know, people say, you see it in a big room with a big crowd. It'll be amazing. Not these sorts of films. I personally think these are movies to be seen in in the dark. With Alone. a big screen <laughs> or on your own or yeah, with a significant right. other. But right. just with, with you, the screen, the, the, the sound, and yeah. nothing else to distract you. And right. I think other people reacting would take you out of the film. And it, and you could get people laughing at this, and then yeah. that would be the end of that. That spell is broken like that. But well, I don't feel like films, I don't feel like you yeah. get that sense of dread with three hundred people. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Well, quite, you, yeah, that's it. You know, you just don't get Scared. Not that you get scared, but I mean, you just don't get tense or uptight right, right. with with Quite. with with thirty, forty, fifty people around you. You know, it, well, indeed, their safety that in numbers. The <laughs> you yeah, know, indeed, yeah. so. well, that little creep up the spine. You know, that, that right. engagement with the story is something that I get much more in my cinema than I would ever get in a theatre. You know, in, right. a, in a big, big auditorium. Because again, you've got people coming in and going out to the toilet. You've got people right. bloody munching away, and, and that spell is broken. But in, right. in this environment that I saw it, it just weaved its spell mm. on me. I, I thought it was really good. One of, one of the best horror movies of last year for me, just in terms of sheer kind of wasn't expecting it and just right. from minute one was like, wow, this is, this is something you know, unusual. But as I said, I completely get that, that you could watch it in a, and get a completely different experience from a different you know, um, right. frame of reference, if you see what I mean. But for, for horror movies, my wheelhouse, I, I thought it was great. Um, and, and certainly anyone watching it, stream it, however you do it, but, right. you know, give it a watch and see what you think. Um, okay. Well, I'm glad you bought it. it. Yeah. Well, quite. <laughs> and didn't yeah, rent I, it. <laughs> no, indeed. It is one I'm going to see again and again. I think yeah. I genuinely will, will, will put this out and, and see it again. So, which leads us last, but as I said, very much least, um, to, uh, Highlander. <laughs> so the story so far, very briefly. Uh, right. we, we talked obviously recently about how this is a movie that I've never quite got on board with. I've never owned right. it before. I've seen it, not for a long time, but I've seen it and never quite understood the, the love for it, the, the reverence for this film. Interestingly, having bought this, I then went on IMDb and it's got a 24 
rating out of a hundred. So it's not as highly well, regarded as no, no. no it's a surprise to me. Big cult following, though. Yeah. No, it well, does. Well, well that's yeah. it. So, so anyway, so I watched it last week. Yeah, I think it was a few days ago. Um, and unfortunately, it's not good, and it hasn't aged well. And I remember it being quite campy back in the eighties or whenever it was it came out. Um, and that has not aged well. <laughs> it, it, yeah. I, yeah, it, it, it was okay is probably about as far as I could do it. I, I got through it. I managed to finish it and I'll keep it in the collection just about. Um, but it's, it's <laughs> not a good film. No. <laughs> I haven't seen it in probably 15 years, yeah. but I do remember like, like I liked, I it, liked it, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Have you watched it, it again? In that recently? day? No. Yeah. Yeah, no, but in, in I, that day and time, I did, I did like it, but I haven't seen it. You know what this reminds it. me of, John? <laughs> What's that? Remember when we did Conan? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which we both remembered really liking, Loving. but then didn't really like it so much <laughs> I, I, last year. I, I can't yeah. even watch. It's unwatchable. And I can see me. Highlander being that like also. That, yeah. Like, mm. I could definitely see that. Um, I haven't purchased it yet, but I, I will. But I am going to buy the 4K mm, disc and, uh, yeah. and watch it. But I may end up feeling the same way because so, some of them don't age well. Like I said, Conan was not great. <laughs> you know, we talked really about it. When we did that on chat. We, we featured yeah. Conan, one, Conan the Barbarian from, what was that, yeah. 70, 80 or oh, something? Like 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 81, 79. We talked mm. that we couldn't wait to do it. And we were right. like, oh, when I was a kid, I loved this movie. We watched it on HBO when we were kids. We were like, yeah. well, and I remember watching it because I, I wasn't supposed to watch it because exactly. I wasn't, you know, I was only like 10 or 11. And, and now, um, because of the yeah. podcast, we were supposed to watch it. And we were like, what the hell? Yeah. And we just laughed through the entire <laughs> yeah. time. Like the two of us talking about it, like that yeah. end scene, the whole part with, James Earl Jones and the like yeah. the transformation, which I was like, I could oh, do a better bad. transformation from an orange to an apple in my kitchen with an iPhone. I'm like, right. come on, people! Mm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's, uh, there's like, a lot of there were a lot of of, of effects issues with this, or, yeah. but including That's you know, what we're wires, yeah, yeah, yeah. that are wires that are still there. You know, the the, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. the end where she's where she's holding onto the sign. You can clearly see two wires holding her to the oh, sign. Yeah. I mean, and they're not even. We're not talking in a. They didn't even try to hide them. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, yeah. But but that's not you know I, I, the whole huh? thing. I mean, the the acting is is wooden as you like. You know. Yeah. Apparently, according to the IMDb afterwards, because again, I thought I'd look this up. Sean Connery spent three months with a language coach learning how to speak with a Spanish accent. <laughs> Did he <laughs> hell? Yeah. Did he hell? <laughs> he didn't. He didn't <laughs> learn very well. Did he? <laughs> All I can think of is that she must have been very attractive, and right. uh, they spent three months learning some sort of other language. <laughs> it wasn't an accent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, but no, it, 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 I'll, I'll keep it in the collection. But it's a close run thing. It's nearly up in the attic with Midway, um, but not quite. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, yeah. I just just I it just just not for me. Um, oh. But you know, there we go. There <laughs> and on that bombshell. And on that note, <laughs> on that bombshell, <laughs> yeah, I know what that—that's from. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Right. So uh, yeah. So that's my lot for this for this last two weeks. A three lot. Weeks. Yeah, it's really yeah. three weeks. Yeah. yeah but we have three a, weeks. That's why. I know. Mm, three yeah. weeks. And to be fair, we're counting down at about three twenty right now on the yeah. ticker over here, which some of it gets cropped off, but. That's not too bad, guys. 
No. Nope, over just over three hours for three weeks of content and all the listener comments. I think we did a pretty good job. Um we'll pat thank, ourselves on the back. Yeah, exactly. We gotta do a little bit of that, you know. Um <laughs> we got some thank you to everybody in the chat. We had a lot of lot of a lot of interaction today. People talking. We got, uh, thank you. Theo. He likes the wit. Theo and BJ both like the Witcher. Now, do they know we're talking about? No, wait, here's the, the question. The Witcher though. blood origin. Yeah. I'm blood not talking origin, about the new yeah, one. I'm talking about I the love new the series season yes. one, two, you know, John, I watched season one twice. Yeah. Once I got the map. I had yeah. One <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm talking about the new blood the origin. New blood origin. Yeah. yeah. That one. Uh, but Theo, VJ, Van Gool is in there. Magic Lakes, Brockstar. I can't even scroll from here. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we got Carl's in there. Um, I know Mike Schramm was back in here. There's so many people. To, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to be more interactive. But we had a lot to get to today. So yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you to everybody for tuning in. Thank you for on the chat thank you for watching listening all of that fun stuff uh rate review subscribe mash that like button john right that's right um <laughs> you took my line i'm sorry i'm just it's been a long you day. stole my line all right any other lines boys or is that it? go push play there we go that's right uh how do we say that in spanish steve uh te vas a empujar el botón jugar and we're out of here Hey Fred. This has been a Hey Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.